Just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're measuring flicks Hello everyone, welcome a very special measuring flicks. The, I'm Carl Hartley. The specialist. It's not though. It is the specialist measuring <laughs> flicks we've ever done. Uh, it is the final week. Who are you? I'm Max Peterson, and it's the final week of. It's it's a swip. It's a switch because a switch. normally you're hungover, but today I'm and I'm not even like booze hungover. I ate so your sugar, much. Your sugar. <laughs> I ate so much sugar last night, Carl. I literally think that I might die before this episode is done. I ate a full pint of Ben and Jerry's. That's a lot. And five no bake cookies. Ooh, that's a lot. After I ate a pl- a double plate of nachos. Jesus, man! It was. Do you have like sugary salsa? And the worst. <laughs> and I'll, no, it's not. It wasn't oh, the sugary man. salsa. But on top of that, yesterday, uh, uh, Bird and I did our first like. It wasn't. It was a honey extraction. Right. It wasn't a harvest. We just had to clear a box so we could keep the hive small room. and strong. Yeah. yeah. So we did a honey spin out. And the thing I didn't realize about when you're spinning out honey is you're like. All right, let's uncap this frame. Oh, some honey spilled on the board, so let's just oh, get that on my finger and. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, there's some honey on this this uh, scat- ca- capping scratcher. How much honey do you Before think we- you ingested all told? Three yes. quarters of a cup. It's uh, <laughs> fucking insanity, dude. Oh, that makes me feel sick. I mean, I love honey. I but love you honey. have more than a teaspoon of it. You're like, that's a lot of. Well, we had the we spun it out at this wonderful. Uh, his name's Garth. I, I actually don't know his last name, but he is a local TC guy. I want to give him a quick shout out because yeah, he yeah. did a lot for us yesterday um he runs uh it's a, a bee sanctuary he rescues awesome. swarms that's fucking cool. yeah he has a yellow fj cruiser that's painted so it's painted yellow and it's got um it's got decals of bees on it every bee on i've his, seen that in town it's called the, he calls it the swarm trooper that's amazing. every every black bee that's on there every um Every decal is a swarm that he's rescued. That's fucking amazing. He has like hundreds on there. Uh, right now he's got like six hives, but he's a super cool guy. Um, he's basically who everyone calls when they've got a swarm. And for those of you who don't know anything about bees, it's when your bees leave your hive. And when you see like a big ball of bees in a tree, a lot of times they will go on like a dog dish or like yeah. a, your swimming pool. Swimming pools are big ones, air conditioner units. Anytime you see a huge ball of bees out in the wild, that's a swarm. A lot of people panic and they call like pest control and right, pest control and comes kill and kills them. Right. But a swarm is totally docile because what they're doing is they're trying to relocate their queen. So you could literally walk wow. up to them. A lot of times what Garth will do, and my grandpa down in Kansas catches swarms too, they'll just, Garth has a whole system, but right. some people will just take a cardboard box, put it under the swarm. Uh, and then just take their they can so I've seen people do it with their bare hands But a lot of people like put a bee jacket on and they just reach up and they'll scoop them off with their hands They're just dumb. They don't like, care. They, doop, doop, doop. they don't they won't it. They don't want to attack because they're all focused on staying around the queen The queen is in the center of the ball. Oh, wow So they won't peel off to attack you because they don't want to leave her holy shit and to get them in the box All you have to do is get the queen in the box. So anyway, and that's, they go, yeah, boop, 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 boop. that's they'll just I, follow yeah, her right amazing. in but yeah So that's what Garth does is Garth catches swarms and we went to his house and he let us use his extractor but man he we, we spun it all out into like this big tub and like the, it's full it was fucking unreal you saw how much honey we yeah, have. Dude, you have it's unbelievable i've never seen so much honey like in my life not even like a full three quarters of a box and we spun it all out but you know at the end you take mm-hmm. a big scraper like a dough scraper and you scrape the sides of the thing to get the re- oh all that honey God. down there 
and then at the end you can't you know you scrape the scraper off as best you can but then you're like licking stuff there's off honey the scraper, on it and, Hell then you're, yeah, man. and then you're like oh well we just blah 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 i mean if you go and look at the garden right now the bag that we strained it through we just toss that in the garden the bees swarm over it they take the honey that we couldn't get and put it back in the comb That's and we'll spin it out later there's no waste at all. None. That is fucking amazing. They'll reuse their wax. Too. How about hand for bees, people? Yeah, give bravo. Give hand, Here give for, hand bees. for bees. For Absolutely. bees, everyone. Man, bravo. We, we need those fuckers too, dude. Yeah, but so that's why I am gonna die today, boy. Boy, oh I, boy. <laughs> yeah, this is a rare occasion. Carl's not hung over, and you're you're all sugar. I'm sugar loopy. My yeah. guts are all wrong, and oh, my no. I got the I got the shakes, you know. So that's why this is a very special episode. It's my last. It's probably my last. No, this might be you'll the be end. Okay. Okay. We'll get you. We'll get you some dry toast. <laughs> no, I don't need any more man. carbs. I need just protein. Oh, you need for just like pro- Five yeah. days. I'll grill you a steak. So all right. So t- it is the last week of our horror classics yes. series, and I saved what I think personally is the best for last. I forgot where we were. <laughs> What we were watching? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? What I was theme ex- could this possibly be? I was under? expecting something a lot more traumatic. Oh. And I've this is not. Not at this all. This is this is now one of my new favorite just spoilers right out of the you gate like for it. you. You like it a lot. Dude, I love this man. Here's what we're talking about. We are talking about 1964s. Let's let him know. We'll let him in on the little it's also on the best kept secret. Time. And it's free. Yeah. It's, it is free it, on Hulu and on not Amazon. Hulu. Prime. Oh, you got it on it was. I have the DVD, but I think it's free on Voodoo, mm-hmm. and it's definitely free on definitely, Prime. Oh yeah, definitely free on Prime. So it's 1964's I Eat Your Skin, directed by Del Tenney, who also wrote and produced it, starring William Joyce, Heather Hewitt, Walter Coy, Dan Stapleton, Betty Hyatt Linton, and Don Strawn's Calypso Band. I had that note too. I wrote it They're down. They're fucking credited, like, They're, uh, <laughs> right up top. But like, there's a bunch of hotels that are credited right up top too. Like this, we would like to thank the city of Miami and the a, Hotel Del Coronado and the. Well, that's in San Diego. This movie's but, got a bit of a weird history. So it, it's released. It is a 1964 film. That's when it was made. But it was released in 71. Right. It got made and then it was shelved for I think seven years is what that's I. That's nuts. It was shelved for seven years and then this famous like schlocky horror producer found it sitting because he needed a second film for a double bill. Oh so he, no shit. So he was gonna he's running a double feature grindhouse flick and he needed a second film for the for the B picture. You know what you do? You find something cheap on a shelf. Well, his movie, the <laughs> yeah. movie that he's trying to find the pairing for is I Drink Your Blood, which is a famous. So this movie is actually originally called either Zombie or Zombie Island or Island of the Zombies. It had a whole shitload of titles. Right. But when this guy acquired it, I can't remember his name. I think it's Schaefer. But when he acquired it. He retitled it I Eat Your Skin So, so the double bill the... is I Drink Your Blood and I Eat Your Skin That's fucking fantastic man Right? <laughs> and then it got re-released on Shout Factory By the way, if you guys don't know about Shout And you like horror movies They do re-releases of all these old horror classics That otherwise would probably just go by the wayside And they do phenomenal They're like the horror version of the Criterion Oh, that's collection. awesome Shout is so cool I'm writing that down because I didn't know about it So they that. re-released this in 2011 on DVD But we watched the old jankity version And it's sure. Did. So much better. My first note. My first note because of the last few. Because we've had some interesting episodes recently where I would watch like the newer transfer on on Amazon, and you've had your movie pack yeah. version, which is all shitty. And mm-hmm. we have literally watched two different movies, different edits, well, of different the same cuts film. of the movie. Where this, my first note is now this is a proper shit transfer. Oh yeah. And I knew that you were watching this out of a movie pack, so I'm like, there's a pretty good chance <laughs> we're that we're the on the same thing. page this time. 
Oh man, it is so garbage. The first title card that comes up is like before the title cards even. Get, the first thing you see, my TV breaks is what happens. <laughs> or your TV's it's just goes straight pixels. Yep. It's like we're not sure how to. I don't know how to. What is? I don't know how to translate this here. into things that you what need. You watch it. What call would you put on just now? So when this movie starts, yeah, and because it's the whole there's like a zombie ritual dance thing voodoo going on, mm-hmm. and I've been watching some strange movies recently. And one of my neighbors that lives in, in the complex has been coming home at different times, but it's always at the time when I'm watching one of the movies for the show. Right. <laughs> and I had a funny thought because I don't have my windows closed and we have these big bay windows. I'm uh-huh. like, this person, when they're coming, because when you walk up the front steps, you ha- almost have to look in my living room window and there's yeah, my big fucking TV. It's right there, yeah. And they're always coming home. They have like Danielle syndrome. <laughs> Where they only come home when I watch the weirdest parts of the weirdest <laughs> movies. I'm like, they must think I'm the weirdest fucking so person. So, like, one day they came home and it was, like, a guy with a bat latched onto his yep. hand spattering blood on yes. his children. And they're yes. like, that's fucking that's strange. Weird. Next day they come home, it's, like, uh, girls strapped down to a trestle This is exa- you know, you're, you're pretty much pinpointing exactly when <laughs> this neighbor would come home. And now it's black and white black voodoo. Black and white voodoo people. Just gyrating. didn't learn their choreography. Actually killing chickens and... <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of questionable animal treatment hand- here. I think this no, I think the I think it's just the chicken because the snake handling if you if you put on like a YouTube video of watching people milk like uh, milk the venom out of snakes, yeah, they still do it they exactly do that. Yeah. the same way. So the snake stuff didn't bug me. I at didn't all. like I didn't mind the milking the snake. It was when they put the the tube down its throat. Which I don't know what purpose that serves. It was but a feeding tube, I think, or some sort of doesn't bug me. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen you ever seen foie gras? Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of that either. You don't like foie gras, really? <laughs> well, I don't eat it because the way they have to harvest it. Oh. Yeah. I'm you and I have that. opposite opinions I know, on I foie know. gras. I think, I think foie gras can be... Foie gras actually mostly is ethically done. I mm-hmm. think I think it's ridiculous that foie gras is getting banned across the country in veal. No one has a fucking problem with veal. Right. I still eat veal because I eat meat. And, you know, like, I, I do think that veal is unethical. Right. But I've seen, I've actually, like, Gilm used to keep, I think Gilm used to keep geese for foie gras, and I know of some farmers that do it, and mm-hmm. dude, I've never seen happier geese in my fucking life. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yes. I, so I actually, this movie is one of my favorites. I have no problem with any of the no. animal stuff that's in it. Honestly. It's so I, brief anyway. I think that really. Teenage Caveman is worse. Yeah. The Teenage Caveman animal. Well, they're straight up worse. gluing things, gluing stapling. Gluing things to animals and then making them fight. Yeah, it's that's really, a little bad. Yeah, this one they're like, well, we're taking venom out of snakes. I'm like, yeah, I've seen Kind this. of okay with it. <laughs> so my first note is salacious bikini movie voodoo. I love movie voodoo. This, this movie, is the most movie voodoo. Did you know that? Live, I, you have live it and let die and then you have this. That is how. I almost give this the edge. Did, what did you think of? What did you think of the... Okay, so this movie compared to what we've seen appears mm-hmm. really light on the surface, right? Very much so, yeah. I think having like watching this again, there's moments in here that are pretty salacious. Pretty this movie is actually kind of heavy in spots, like that. Er- well, this the opening is pretty heavy. Well, I mean, like there's the visual imagery that we're getting is actually kind of startling. Mm-hmm. And also, we should point out for our listeners, this movie gets very bad reviews online. <laughs> Three out of 13% ten on percent yeah. on um, Rotten Tomatoes, I think, and it's like three point four out of ten on IMDb. Yeah, 
I don't think that's warranted at all. I think no. this movie's a riot from start to finish. It's so fun. It's a, like a pure adventure film. Yeah, this. I mean, this should be on the shelf next to any of the Vincent Price flicks that we've seen. I almost don't see it as a horror. I almost see it as like... It, this it, is more of an adventure uh, mystery... Feels kind of Indiana Jonesy sometimes. I have a huge Indiana Jones note on this, which is like you got and kind of James Bondy. Stick with me here, Doctor. No, he's on the most of that movie. He's on an island in Jamaica, yeah. researching this weird shit that's going on. And I mean, and Thunderball, and yeah. Live and Let Die, yeah. and also the score. A lot of the score feels like James. There's like James Bond stings. There's a couple of just duh, 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 yeah, when he's creeping duh, 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 down the stairs. Duh, duh, duh. I'm like, you're literally ripping off. They're this, almost this, like, there. That one note it's off like, rule. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 And they're like, is that the James Bond theme? No. They're like, no, no, no. Nope. Mine goes dun, 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 They're using the, they're using the, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the vanilla, vanilla ice, ice defense. Yes. <laughs> but, dude, so we open with a huge, crazy, hectic voodoo ritual. A lot of the uh, artwork up on the walls, the, the like mm-hmm. scratchings on the walls and stuff in the paint. Uh, at least one of those is a legit voodoo symbol. Interesting. There, we saw it in the the voodoo temple down Just in New Scratch New that Orleans. note about the artwork. Out. Being wrong. <laughs> uh, one, maybe two of them are right, actually, because right. we went uh, when we were in New Orleans. There's the famous. There's a really famous place called I think it's called the Voodoo Temple, mm-hmm. and we went there, and they you could buy like uh, you know posters and and shit, and that that symbol was, was everywhere, everywhere that cool. we saw down there. But when that so there's a girl dancing and the <laughs> there's a she's dancing sexy she's dancing everyone's dancing sexy except for the people in the back who are like I that don't. was like no one told the background characters what they were doing or what kind no. of movie they were in they're like all right we're gonna have you dancing and they're like Charlie Brown in it they hired back there I like, think they hired dancers by the lot yeah it was like we're gonna buy this lot 50, of 15 57 dancers, dancers and there's three of them who can like legit dance right so they're like you guys go by the fire everyone else stand as far in the shadows as you can and please just try to dance and people in the back are like just like what's all like your grandma at a fucking (laughs) it's like like if i know this song if you only took the shy people at a high school dance and then put them all in the jungle around a fire and you're like now dance crazy and they were like oh uh, (laughs) okay step and step and that's that's fairly fucking accurate man (laughs) so we're watching a human sacrifice First scene as a human sacrifice And there's a dude with like big You know he's got yep. top hat and dark glasses And like the fringe hanging you in front of his coat, face the And black he's coat. holding his machete and yep. shit And there's like the most Yoked dreadlocked Voodoo black dude you've ever seen Yeah man he's kind of shit For sure yeah. he's like he When he's he's like and this the way this movie's portrayed Like everyone's living in grass huts in the jungle But you know that he he does go to like The anytime fitness he does, on yeah. the island Cause he's just he like He goes back to the mainland His serratus is so he flies in to work out Once a day yep. but dude his serratus muscles Are so defined I'm like how are you You're not doing that in the hut what, buddy What natural motion are you doing that is getting you that shredded There's nothing I can think of Unless he's unless his job is like just do pull ups All day long They're like yeah we we just decided He looks so great doing pull ups That that's what we let that's him do That's what we let him do all day That's his gig He we, cuts the heads off of people He cuts people's heads off and does pull ups and, and we bring him water and like you know he is the eat. happiest we've ever seen yeah. him. Yeah, every goat he sacrifices because he's got to keep that protein content high. Oh, God. <laughs> he's fucking jacked. Anyway, uh, this so there's this girl who's dancing there, and she's rocking it. But the the part in the opening that always gets me is she, she gets down on all fours. Mm-hmm. 
and you're like, oh, okay, because you just think it's part of the dance. But then they they lead a goat over, and she's head to head with a goat. Mm-hmm. Made me super uncomfortable because the camera angle doesn't go to her level; no. it stays high, so you're looking down. And this is 1964 black and white movie, and I will say right now, this movie is like the one of the most wholesome things we've watched. The, yeah, I mean, this it's is so so PG, dude. Yeah, this is the most PG movie we've ever we've seen since the Young Racers, probably. But there's something weird about that sh- that shot of mm-hmm. her head to head with a goat. Where well, you're not really sure what their intention is. You know something. You realize that they're equating her with this animal, and there's something about how completely dehumanized she becomes while the movie... But this movie manages to be so explicit without ever being gratuitous or explicit. Yep. It, your imagination does all the work for you, and you're like, she's, oh my god, she's like, a, she's become a goat, basically. Yeah. It's fucked up. And there's a moment where the executioner has the machete, and he goes Look, from one to You see him looking other, back and forth. Like he's choosing which one, and they're, both are equal. And, right, yeah. that, and he's just like, well, I could kill either, and it wouldn't make a difference. Right. Which one should I kill? Yeah. And then he raises the thing, and, then, and it comes down, cut to blank. I think it's it's not papyrus, but it's like that really rough kind of scrolly yep. paper. I love the opening credit sequence, dude. Mm-hmm. It's it's well, yeah. We get the murals, uh, the uh, the the native cave paintings. Well, almost, and they way. appear. It, it, it's almost like um, like stamps appear yep. on the paper because it's like handprint, 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 mm-hmm. and then it's like uh, I don't know if it, it's not MGM, but it's like Metro Golden Meyer right. presents, and then it pans over and it's like this super abstract screaming face. That kind of looks like the island. Yeah. Do you, did you notice when? Well, we're, the island straight up looks like dick and balls, but I disagree. <laughs> I think the. I honestly think the island looks not perfectly, but the mm. island kind of looks like that face. I think like they, a weird skull with a jaw. Kind. Yeah, of yeah, and like dis- the big gaping eye thing. That's okay. that's where the bay is. Every time I see it, I equate it. With I that. saw a big nut sack and a huge. <laughs> I think that tells us more about wow. you than it does yeah, about it kind of, I got Rorschacked a little bit there. I was thinking about clocks. Uh, you're like, wow. Look at that huge phallus. God damn, check that island out. Just, just stretching out into the ocean. <laughs> oh Waves lapping at the head. Oh, they landed on the beach now. Oh, shit. <laughs> We, I'm gonna, Danielle, I gotta pause it on that. Look at, look look up, at, look look at, at that this. island. What does that island look like to you? Look at that foam just <laughs> creaming off. <laughs> oh my god. I can't oh. wait till the tide goes out so I can see the whole sack. All right. So, do you want to talk about how you want to talk about the several janky bits of this movie? <laughs> yeah, here's, sure. Here's the first one when we're introduced to writer Harry, oh, I mean boy, Tom it's Harris. Painful. Do you notice they give him the only they fuck up his name the first time they say they his fuck, name? They fuck. Oh, we'll talk about name fuckery later with <laughs> Carl Coral, whatever her fucking name is. Just no one knows how to. I think her name's Coral. But the one guy calls her Carl. Carl exclusively. He's like, oh, Carl. Yeah. And everyone else is like, oh, Carl. And then, Carl. then the one guy says actually, Coral. Coral. Yeah. I think her name is Coral. But but no one can Coral. say that it's right. It's fucking horrible. It's just I love it, man. It's it. When your name is Carl, you don't like it. The movie. <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> that this was a bummer for you. It was like it was already hard enough getting through The Walking Dead with Lincoln Rhymes saying my name all funny. Mm-hmm. But then I have this movie where it's they're not even sure if it is her name or not. They, I don't think it's spelled consistently. I think in the no. script it's K H O R L. K R A L, Kral, Krill, 
Kural. There's so many names get fucked up in this movie, though. My fa- that one the most consistently, though. My favorite name screw up, though, is... Oh, by the way, okay, for real. This Tom Hardy? No. No, his his name is Tom Harris. Yes. That's how I pitched the movie to you. I'm like, you're like, what's it about? I'm like, it's Novelist about... Tom I, Harris. I kick yeah. my voice down. I'm like, writer Tom Harris takes <laughs> leads an expedition like, to in. an island. All you have to do is go, writer Tom Harris. And you're like, I want to watch okay. this film. Yes. Um, I was talking because I watched this morning. By Clive Custler. Birds getting red. It does kind of seem a like a Clive Custler yep. gig, right? Oh, but, uh, so all day, yeah. As birds walking around, she keeps looking at the screen, and at one point, she she she's like, "He drinks Rob Roy's. He hates writing, but when he writes, he writes in like a workaholic frenzy and disassociates himself from his friends." He is like he's fascinated with planes. He likes guns. He wears skimpy swim trunks. Did you base your life off this right. movie? And I, as she said it, because I saw this movie and I was like, 12, when you're a kid, I'm like, yeah. I think I did. A little bit. I honestly think. And then I, so I had to write it down. I wrote Tom slash Harry Harris is my childhood dream of what a writer is. His, Makes sense though. His publisher walks up to him in the opening scene, which is him poolside sipping a tiki drink. He's doing his his readers theater version of one of his. Surrounded by like middle aged bored housewives. There who he are was just upstairs. Wrapped. The doors open slowly. He saw her as natured mater, standing in the open doorway, naked. He ran up the stairs like he's so he's yeah. and he's telling these women what is ostensibly a quote unquote true story. But it, we find out in a second that's from one of his novels and they're just wrapped. Just, oh my God. You're so amazing. Can you sign my boo? And he's making out with this one chick real hard. And then his his publisher walks or his editor, I think, yes. walks up and is like, Harry Harris, what are you doing? <laughs> and then. Never again is he called Harry Harris. Everyone calls him Tom from that point out. But the first time he's spoken to, he's Harry. called Harry Harris. Hmm. They stuck with I, It might be a, a pet name that Yeah, has, yeah, yeah, yeah That they never use except once I love it though, dude He's like It would be like if you were watching the cat, like One of the Marvel movies And they walked up to Steve Rogers And they're like Jack <laughs> Rogers George. I'll tell you, Steve And you're like oh, What did um. We're gonna leave that in? <laughs> It adds to his charm, Maxwell. Uh, it kind of does, though. Uh, so then he's, I love his pitch. He's like, all right, so you seem to be like swimming in women right now, and you're really not working a whole lot. I, you just had a successful novel release. Yeah, your life looks perfect. So how let's about? pack it up and get on out of here and go to a hellhole in the Pacific. What do you say? Well, he says no, pretty much. Yeah, Tom first. Harris is like, you're out of your mind. Yes. But then, jilted husband... <laughs> Comes, we see like a real miffed looking guy in a suit just speed walking towards uh, this woman who's making out with Tom Harris. She looks, she goes, oh shit, it's my husband. <laughs> you better get out of here, son. Better run. She goes to try and stave him off. It's Johnny move the plot along. And he, it is. <laughs> well, Tom Harris is our Johnny tell us what the plot is. Right. I f- dude, I love his recaps. Like the, every five minutes he this, recaps the movie. <laughs> Can you believe what just happened there? Oh my god. We this just landed on the island yeah. on the beach. We need gasoline. It's let's get him in the car and cuz one enough. of my all-time <laughs> one of my favorite things is when he gets the pitch and then reiterates it in the entire sim- thing in a simpler right. way. So what you're saying is he has a what you're saying he, is he, what you what you're really saying is so what, yes. he throws that on there. Um, so they God damn it. they run out of the they run out of the hotel. His bags are already packed. The husband is chasing, kind of chasing them. Yeah, he straight up tries to dive in the fucking window of the car after yeah. him. I'll kill you, Harris. I'll <laughs> kill you, Harris. 
and they're dragging him along and so he falls out of the car or he's so yeah they roll up the window on his arm and he yeah, falls, he and falls into a tree but what is a little disturbing about this is writer tom writer tom harris <laughs> and his publisher look out the back window and they laugh as the husband is leading his wife back to the hotel and he's kicking her in the butt yeah. In like what would be a 1964 comical way, but now it just pans as these two guys are laughing at a guy beating his wife in public because because he slept with because he yeah. slept with her and is now discarding her. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Boy, she's in for quite the beating, I imagine. <laughs> All that sex we had, she'll be punished for every moment of it, and I'm off scot free. Uh, they probably have kids. They're gonna have to figure that out. <laughs> Ah, ah, what a rascal! Oh, I, I am. gave her an STD too. He's gonna be super thrilled when he finds that out. And I know, I know, we're laughing. I gave her rabies. But the movie, it, this is a thing that we've we've run into this mm-hmm. with movies before, which is yeah, a lot of this movie is not in nineteen in two thousand nineteen. Yes, it looks weird, but the movie's not malicious. No, not even there's a little bit. Nothing's meant by this. Even when the zombies are everyone, after you. chill out. <laughs> like it's. Take a breath, take a sip of water, and then move on. And also, on. The important, the other, another important thing to remember is none of this is real. This no is a shit. film. <laughs> They're on a zombie island just off the coast of Miami. Bird and I were talking about this while we were driving because it, it Chapter 2 is coming out. And all these people are online are being like, well, does anyone remember how in It Chapter 1, like all, a bunch of kids have sex, a bunch of children have sex? And I'm like, no children had sex. It's just words on a page. Yeah. None of them are real. Right. This is disgusting. Stephen King's disgusting. Because he molested children? What children? Point to the children. They're fake. Calm down. Right. <laughs> so th- that's how I feel when I watch I Eat Your Skin. Because, dude... This movie is so... It's like watching a Bond movie. It's like... It is. No, get away from me. I don't want to have sex with you. Well, I think you do, pushy. You're right, I do. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just how these work. So they get... Okay, so they're in the car. Carl, you be Tom Harris. I'm going to be the publisher, and I'm going right. to I'm gonna pitch you my idea. Are you are you going to not know your lines quite well enough to deliver them in one go? Yeah, I'm going to okay, be, good. I'm going to glance at my cue cards quite a bit as I go. So what is, so what is this you're talking about? All right, listen, Tom, so uh, I, I know that you've been sitting poolside, and you've been drinking your drinks, and you've been just, just wading through just, just clinging groups of women who are damp to the touch, both from the pool and from your dashing good looks and your writing talent. But here's here's what I think we're going to do instead. You're going to love this joke, so check it out. There's this island, right, that's like dangerously far away from the mainland. You with me so far? So what you're saying is there's an island that's far away from it's land. It's almost too far to make it by plane, and you're going to love this, Tom. It might not actually even exist. It's sort of like a rumor type thing. Ah, so what you're telling me is there's a mysterious island that might not exist that you want me to go to. That's correct. Also, now this is even more important. This island, okay, so it's called... Voodoo Island, and it's <laughs> it's loaded up with natives who practice voodoo and practice human sacrifice. Whoa, whoa, wait! Now, if I understand you correctly, there's a mysterious island off the coast of Florida with zombies and voodoo. It seems like you're following so far. And it's also tip to tip, chock full of fucking super venomous snakes that might kill you oh, oh, any snakes. moment. Snakes are dangerous. That's right, especially the venomous ones. So let, let so any I uh, hold on. Let me check my cue card. Oh, uh, there's also exactly there's <laughs> there's also 
I, now you're not letting me get to the best part. Let me finish. By the way, that right. at, between every piece of information he gives him, he goes, now you haven't let me get to the best yeah, part. Yeah, no, the best part yet. So, the best part. So we got... We got, it's dangerous to get there. Mm-hmm. It's not, might not even be real. Mm-hmm. We got venomous snakes. Mm-hmm. We got cannibals. Oh, yeah, we got snakes. voodoo. We got human sacrifice. And you just gotta let me get to the best part, Tom. <laughs> Loaded up five to one women to men. They're all virgin native babes. Yes, virgin natives. <laughs> he says virgin natives and rock them off their tropical vines. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my favorite bit is when so and what I loved I loved your response, which is reiterate as I say it. But yeah. what Tom actually does is he waits till the publishers finish talking, right. which is like four minutes of dialogue, and then Tom goes, "Let me get this straight. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're Let telling, me say the whole thing over. You're again. You're telling me that you want to fly me to an island that's a little too far away from shore to be safe, and it's covered with venomous snakes, cannibals, voodoo, and possibly zombies, where the natives practice human sacrifice. I gotta tell you." You're not really selling me on it. And that's when the guy that's goes, a, you gotta let me get to the part, best right? part. Why don't you fucking lead with it then, dude? And his his lead is like, just, so oh my much God, pushy guy. I'm telling you, <laughs> dude, you think you was wading in chicks before. Uh, and He's then, a tropical virgin. They ain't never seen a white dude before. Dude, and is, I mean, there is some of that going there's on. There's a lot of, there's well, a lot of. I think it's interesting that that's his pitch, but once they get there, uh, there's no native women. No, ever the natives. We Tom find out later the natives aren't even even natives no. of this island either. No, no, they were brought here on the slave trade. Yeah, huh. yeah. This island was populated by the slave trade. We also find out that all of the, not all of them, but most of the male villagers were fishermen. Yeah, and they all died in a hurricane. Hmm. I was like, okay, hurricane. That's a thing that you know is coming for a while. So maybe on the hurricane day, don't go fishing. Don't go out. Right. You're like, well, did you, you know what happened to the Andrea Gale? What's the Andrea Gale? Oh my gosh, a perfect storm. It's where oh, George Clooney yeah, yeah, went yeah, out yeah, deep yeah. sea fishing. I, I've seen the movie. I didn't know the name of the boat. I just know that I that movie made me so sad that I only watched it once. Yep. That movie is a weep fest. Yes, it is. <laughs> also, I think written by Stephen King. The Perfect Storm. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. No, that's a different one. Different that's one. That's yeah. There's there's the TV movie Perfect Storm, which is a whole different thing. Oh, better probably, yeah. right? Like <laughs> yeah. all of Stephen King's the TV Satan movies. Comes, are... Satan comes to town and wants to there fuck everybody go. or something. Yeah, yeah, Messiah of Evil at Sea. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> um. Okay. So and the fucking place is called Voodoo Island. So, but what the second this guy mentions babes, writer Tom Harris is in. He's there. like. I got my ink and my quill already yeah, he's, for them. He's like, I have got, I got my pencil sharp. <laughs> yep. <and> my, <laughs> uh, how many more? Let's see, pens full. Driver, doesn't this car go any faster? Get us to the plane. So they get in the plane. It's beautiful. It looks like it's not. It's an. It's some other plane, but it's kind of. Well, got after that. after the other guy says so it's, it's a doctor cancer, not cancer doctor yet. <clears throat> it's the guy that's convincing him and then his wife his wife doesn't want to go and he's like listen bitch I own you you're getting on the fucking plane he kind of does basically he's say like that. you want me to cancel your credit cards at here not only here but in Paris and in fucking wherever and she's like no don't stop my credit cards I'll get on the plane with you basically yeah but that's the kind of 
do you get that that's kind of their relationship though i do though she gives him incessant shit he gives her incessant shit but then they'll just they'll just shuffle off to the bar we're gonna go to the bar and get Get loaded yeah Yeah. do you guys want to come for on a walk with us you'd hate us if we did wouldn't we nah we'll stay here and get loaded that's a line in the movie he's just like no 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 No, we're gonna gonna just fucking drink fucking we're going at it because if we want to like stay married tomorrow we have to be fucking drunk we have to be drunk tonight yeah so but yeah his get on the plane this um, is my, my first no no what is her fucking name is it carl coral carl coral <laughs> this is gonna fuck me up i think they both say carl they the say first carl time they like there's no other they i like um carl and <laughs> that she's gonna be carl now i, I mean they, they that's what they keep calling, calling her. Yeah. i like carl and tom's relationship where he jumps out of the car and he's like darling <laughs> he comes over and like sweeps her into his arms and they're like nose to nose and he's like when will you run away with me just like i'll run away with you to voodoo island right now and they almost kiss and then it's like the husband you like, old so and so and it's his publisher's wife is who we find out who carl is uh and yeah their relationship's horrible yes <laughs> but th- so they all jump on the plane their relationship's not important it's it's throw it away, really isn't it's <laughs> like throwaway 50s Do you jokes. establish it to 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 get this little moment of whatever they're and then it's supposed to be comic relief, but really they're just like the discomfort little even, bumpy yeah. patches in the flick. Because it's like, hey, I, hey, darling, we're gonna go to a paradise where you can lay on the beach and drink tall tiki drinks. She's like, I can do that in Miami. He goes, get on the plane. Yeah, get on the plane, or I'll cancel every credit card you've got from here to Paris to London. It's to, spo- yeah, it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, yeah. And then instead, you're like. You gotta leave him. Which makes sense because at the, at the end they have their moment when they're reading the book and they're they're kind of giving each other a little bit of shit. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When they're lounging poolside. Lounging poolside yeah. giving each other shit. They're reading about the... the about their, their exploits, yeah. So as they're... So they fly... They get up in the plane. A, pl- a pilot takes them up. You know, a pilot whose job it is to fly, fly planes a plane. mm-hmm. every day. Yes. What this guy does... Thousands of flight hours. Thousands. Okay, so they get up. And I love the fuel gauges go from like half to empty. All the gauges. All it's the not gauges just the fuel gauges. It's like gauges that wouldn't move. So when you <laughs> when you don't have enough money, <laughs> when you don't have enough money to like make, you have to kill the whole to panel. fabricate a gauge. It's just like okay, we're filming. Kill the plane. And they yeah, turn the, the plane off, and all the gauges go to zero. And it's like you guys have more than just a fuel problem here. Apparently, the plane off. Apparently, you just lost all your altitude as well. Like that was my. I said it aloud. I was like, wow, the whole plane, the plane is off. You went, yeah. They, you guys, just your plane is dead in the sky. In fact, you're all dead in the sky. You're. This is bad. So why don't we switch to emergency fuel? We are on emergency fuel. We are on emergency fuel. Like, why'd you switch to emergency fuel when you had so much gas in the And why are we already on emergency fuel when we took off five minutes ago? Yeah, you haven't been flying very long. Mm -mm. Maybe we one, two, skipped a few. We may have. So it's like, oh no, we've got a storm coming in and there's too much clouds and we're out of gas. (laughs) Tom Harris. I have his line. (laughs) Better let me take over, man whose job is flying planes. (laughs) I might be able to make it to the beach. Better let me take over. He takes over the play. Listen, I know. <laughs> Tom Harris is the one who brings him in because he's like, sorry, pilot. <laughs> Listen here, you're just not manly enough to put this down on a beach. I can see you quaking. You don't your- have the chest hair for no, it. No, he's like, he's like, do you see these pecs? Do you see how sculpted my upper torso is? Give me the goddamn plane. Chest hair, my chest hair looks like a, like a, like a bonsai tree. <laughs> And uh, he successfully lands. Yes, he does on a beach. Well, the, what I love about this landing is like they're all like freaking out. Oh my god, we're going in! We're coming in! And it's the most smooth, level. Yeah, 
landing you've ever they pro- seen. They on probably your life. had an Alaskan bush plane pilot yeah. put them down because yeah. in a, when and you're, this is when we get our very first 007 riff. Bum bum. But wait, it's like where it's uh, a lot of this sounds like the Doctor No score because it's got the tropical kind of calypso yes. feel, yes. but with that sixties, that kind of like twangy, yep. psychedelic. It's it. It feels so perfectly sixties. Yeah, and they. 60s. Lo- I wasn't sure at first, but they loop it twice. So it goes. Dun, 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 dun. And they hit it again. I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely it. We're just so, making the note. We're just doing the same. We're just gonna do the same thing. They're double. They're double. Oh, sevening it. Oh. Oh my God. Not over. Not only does the writer take over the plane and land on the beach when they land there, rather than have the pilot like get on the radio, or rather than have the guy who knows the island and knows the people on the island, like, okay, well the hut's this way. Tom's like, everybody stay in the plane. Lock the doors. It I'm just gonna. Runs off I'm gonna go wander fucking... into the jungle. I thought I saw. I thought I might have seen a house somewhere. As I I'm was bringing go, us. In. As I was bringing us in, the pilot's like, "Why did I let him fucking? <laughs> I gotta stop drinking. I just let my. I just let How a passenger I... <laughs> land the plane. I mean, he did it. He he blacked out for a couple minutes. I mean, <laughs> so. You know, it's it's a, it's called the Mary Sue, right? A Mary Sue. Oh yeah, I had that that thought several times. Mary Sue Tom Harris. This man can do everything. Seriously, can. His next line is lock the doors. Better give me my gun. Why do you have a gun? gun. Tom, why do you have a gun? You're a writer. Well, why can you fly a plane? I feel like it's day one of him owning this gun because the way he carries it all. No, I have a note on that, actually. (laughs) I have a note, Carl, uh, because it it reminded me of remember we watched The Terror? Yes. He went to the Jack Nicholson. (laughs) When Jack Nicholson carries it aimed at his own face, he's like, You keep it in your mouth, right? (laughs) That's you keep, you, keep the, you gotta keep the end of the barrel wet with saliva or the bullets don't come out right Well little as you know the actor that plays Tom Harris Is good friends with Jack Nicholson and they met Before filming and he's like oh you gotta handle a gun I'll show you how to handle Dude, a gun Dude I swear to god that I'd seen this guy before William Joyce he's Tom Harris mm-hmm. Bunch of TV stuff really? Tons of TV episodes and a shitload of westerns But nothing that I've ever seen Jesus This is like it but he looks so familiar And then I realized why He and his publisher I wrote down Ryan Reynolds and Michael Shannon's dads star in I Eat Your Skin because, dude, Tom Harris looks a shitload like an older Ryan Reynolds and even kind of talks like him. He's got that kind of flippant cadence and he's got the real charm. He is so so like Ryan Reynolds. I thought that like if I ever hit in Hollywood and get to make movies, I want to remake this. Like kind of legit, but adventure Indiana Jones adventure style. Yeah, turn up the Clive Cussler and yeah, starring Ryan Reynolds. Dude, yeah, and. Tell me that his agent doesn't look like Michael Shannon. He, he straight does. He's Michael like, Shannon's got such interesting features, though. and so does this dude. And so does yeah. This They've got kind of that same. Mm-hmm. So I've, I'm like watery faces. I didn't look it up. It might be Michael Shannon's father. Could be, or probably not. But it's a hundred percent. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's definitely isn't that, <laughs> but because there that would be in the trivia for sure, and it wasn't. That would probably be like. The first Number thing one, that, yeah, because yeah. the next one would be like, there were sharks in the bay. And right. That's like the <laughs> Michael Shannon's father and sharks in the bay. Uh, so he takes his gun and he just walks into the forest, <laughs> into the jungle. Also, did you notice that he points to the house and then walks not towards yeah, the house? Yeah, there's a lot of that. He says the house is up the beach and he's like, but the quickest but way the quickest is probably way is like the jungle. into the jungle where 
all the poisonous snakes are. You, dude, I mean, I mean like, okay, it might not be the the biggest island in the world. Yeah, yeah. But it's super easy to get turned know, around. Dude. You don't know what's in there, man. That, snakes. that long, turgid island was pretty impressive. I mean, it was very <laughs> seminal. <laughs> That's so not the right. I know, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tom, pilot, uh, author, yes. lover of women, gun owner, raconteur. <laughs> he just strolls into the bartender. jungle. Bartender mixes up a mean Rob Roy. Apparently, using only Camparno. I got really thirsty for a Rob Roy as soon as mm-hmm. I saw them drinking that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he walks in to the jungle. They we they we get like two hundred shots of, of venomous snakes. snakes. Yes. And you're like, I think he's going to die. I don't think this movie makes it to even 20 <laughs> no. minutes. Oh, they show you all the snakes. Yeah. From all parts of the world. And as he walks through them, just parcel mouth and just. Because they all are like, I don't want to have anything to do like, with you. Shh, that, guy. Like, oh, that guy's that's writer Tom Harris. Do you know who that is? Don't bite fucking him. Sh- sh- hey, I wanna... let's, let's bite that dude. No, no, dude, no, no, no. That's dude. writer Tom Harris. See, my wife will fucking kill me if she knows that I did it. Do you... <laughs> He, she loves his work. She loves, she loves his, his work. Book. Hey, say, blame, wait a minute. She I might can, like his works a little too much. Well, that's just it. I can blame half our nest eggs on just the excitement that, that he stirs in her. Yeah, man. I don't want to get rid of that. The, dude, the four months after a new Tom Harris book comes out, <laughs> she and I, we're just wrapped up like snakes just like, and dead. Get it? Because we're snakes. Yeah, snakes. Oh, shit. Here he comes. Get out of the way. Just, oh, man. I just want an autograph. Seriously, because he just strolls he goes, through like no one so weird. It's like there's no. I don't know why I made him from Jersey all of a sudden, but he's <laughs> like, it's so, fun it's so odd. There doesn't seem to be any snakes here. I wonder where all those. Hey, look, a virgin girl. So that's that's such a weird. Because okay, one, they show us all these poison snakes. Yep. They don't want to touch him because right? he's Tom. Mm-hmm. And then we get a white person swimming in a river which is very confusing because we're like blonde haired gray the most not native person that you'd ever expect native girl and she's like fucking gator city man like what is she doing just all bathing in what she did go crocodile hunter is fucking his boat is right there Filming Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin was like, Steve Irwin. Oh, yeah, we got the great East Crow Gibby. No, I was, even Steve Irwin's like, I'm I don't not go going there. in that. Lot. Are you out of your fucking mind? You're like crazy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she's just like, <laughs> those, those crocs in here, they, <laughs> <laughs> they don't wrestle. No, no, no. We're going to go somewhere a little more. This is Cockney now. You know, Cockney. Now it's Cockney. That's a rough one, isn't it? It is. Australian's yeah, yeah. a real bear. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a, a tr- real rough That's one. That's a tricky one. So the whitest woman in history goes swimming in a leech-infested, parasite-infested river. You so, just showed us every poisonous snake on the planet, and, and we now we have. And we also know that many of those, the most poisonous snakes, are water, water? dwelling yeah in. no shit so first and maybe only bit of trivia during this scene when tom <laughs> she get bit by a fucking piranha <laughs> no oh. i told you while we were watching it oh you did yeah so d- oh, while right. while tom is when so he a zombie pops up with a machine my note is him. that's not a native that's a native uh that's <laughs> That, but then he notices his chicken face, and you're like, oh. Once he, well, you only see, like, his shirt for a second. Right. And then they do the face reveal because he walks through some bushes, and it's basically the jankiest zombie makeup of Which all time. Which is great. So this is why I, this is where I think they, uh, you can get your trivia in a second. I but will, this yeah, is yeah. Where, this is where I think they get the title, I Eat Your Skin, because the zombies don't look so scary to me as their faces look like, like, 
like hard fried chicken skin, yeah, yeah, like yeah. KFC, and their their eyes kind of look like hard boiled eggs. I thought they and looked I like was, halved ping pong balls. That a little bit too. Yeah, it made me hungry, and I wanted to eat chicken. I eat would totally, I'd totally eat their face. You wanted to, yeah. If it tasted like the Colonel's recipe, they're extra crispy. Dude, I'd, t- I'd, I'd get a nom nom. You were hungry when you watched this. I was really not. Really hungry. I was devastatingly sick to my stomach. But when I saw, I get nervous about what, like eating when watching movies on your recommend yeah. side of things. Yeah. I tend I told, to get poo magnets. I while told I'm Bird we were pudding. gonna. <laughs> I told Bird we were gonna watch Eat You the Killer at some point. Oh, which God. is like you got to tell Carl if he thought if he thought House by the Cemetery was gory, he needs to not be doing anything when he watches that. Just drinking water and yep. like maybe he has a blindfold with him. Yep, that is a gory ass movie. But it was Gabe's reaction to the pudding <laughs> that, <was laughs> that grossed you out the yeah. most. I in so when we see this first zombie, I do you, here's what. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the eyes are just them with their eyes closed and they yes. paint eyes over top they're and they're blind. walking around with they're their eyes closed? They're straight up blind. These extras these extras, and, and yeah, they're blind. They can't see shit. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. It's their so... faces are entirely covered in, in, in makeup. Like, makeup cake. It's it's almost like they took, it was <laughs> it was like this is a, a... they smeared them in panko and they're like, all right, guys, this is going to suck. But if you just put your face in the deep fryer for like two seconds it won't even hurt and that pop much. it back out, it'll barely hurt and it's going to look great. Yeah. Because that's what it looks like. It yep. looks like they have panko breaded deep fried faces. Tempered a little eyeballs bit. Eyeballs painted on their eyelids. Dude, I love the, it's just, amazing. I love the zombie. No, right the now. zombie, this is one of my favorite parts and it made me really <laughs> want fried chicken. So here's the bit of trivia. So, uh, uh. Tom see Tom sees a zombie emerge from the the green hell behind this virginal white not even close to you're you're world. writing too good sorry what you're saying is Tom too sees many a pizza-faced grossy thing come out of some goobly green grass and he, so he goes hey hey look out naked woman because she is skinny dipping in here and here's the bit of trivia she jumps in the water to get away from the zombie Tom jumps in the water to try and like go help her, save help her, her save her, and, her and confront the zombie. Uh, confront the zombie. Sorry, he, he does. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, listen, zombie." He's going to. He's going to interject. <laughs> you would, pardon me. Let me step in between you and this zombie. Hey, now you with the machete. You we're gonna have words. Do you know I'm a pilot with a gun? <laughs> anyway, so what? That's not actually a river. It's like a little inlet off a bay. Right. At the time of shooting, it's while crazy. they are in the water, four of the largest sharks ever seen in that area, great whites, I think it was what I read, either tiger sharks or great whites, but four of the largest sharks that had ever been seen at that time in that area Fucking were cool. in the bay. Like, not they'd been sighted in the bay that week, they were sighted in the bay. Like right now. Right now, like... Minutes before they were supposed to start shooting And the director who's shooting on like a shoestring budget In a By the way where they shot was real jungle Most of the cast and crew got sick with like parasites and illnesses Jesus Christ Yeah So he's like We can't We can't push this off This is our only day we can possibly And like only him and A couple people knew And he was like Everybody together Everyone who knows together Don't say shit Okay Roll For the biggest sharks 
Every, or like, like you it, over there. Yeah, they're it's like just down the street, less than like a quarter mile away, in a connected body of water. And he's like, "Everybody in the water, let's shoot this thing quick, quick." Hurry. We're losing daylight. We're le- <laughs> and if we lose daylight, it's nine a.m. George, we're not losing daylight. Shut up and swim. Swim faster, god <laughs> damn it! He's like, uh, "All, all extras to, <laughs> all extras to the shore. Rifles, rifles all around." <laughs> oh, we're shooting a new scene today. Is this a new scene with all the rifles? Yes, that's right. Now, Live ammunition. I, what did I say about? Action. Everyone, action, action, action. <laughs> I love movies like this. Dude, that's so fantastic, man. Uh, it's it's well, a whole... You seen th- This isn't the only time this happens in a James Bond-esque movie. Have you ever seen Thunderball? Oh, several times. Remember the scene where James Bond is in the pool... With and the a, shark? And the shark swims out? Real shark, actually Sean Connery. Yep. They didn't tell him that was going to happen. Nope. His reaction is very his, real. His, you get, this is like one of the only times you see James Bond lose his mind. And that little rebreather yeah. is functional. Like the, his little mouth. Is it really? Thing? Yeah. I didn't know that. Gave him two minutes excellent. of air. Yeah. That's so cool. Fucking cool, right? <laughs> uh, irresponsible directors. I'll I tell know, you, right? man. I, they, they always get results. Uh, so Tom kind of loses the girl and loses the zombie and then just is back in the. He just wanders further into the jungle. Yeah. He's like, well, that didn't work out. Off I go. Towards something, but then he quickly comes across the the kindest South American fisherman South American of all time. fisherman of all time. Um, he yeah. almost says "Hey, Senor" in that accent that I won't do on the show. No, because we learned about that. We did the South American fisherman or Tom Harris. I love this is actually something I like about this movie. Mm-hmm. I love that everyone, everyone except for maybe like the wife of his publisher, seems to speak at least a little Spanish. Well, it's movie Spanish too. It's not accurate it's it, Spanish. It's movie Spanish, but. I still like that note. I like that the they bi- actually are speaking yeah. the right. They're not like, "Hey, uh, Enrique, why don't you come on over here and uh, we, where can I get me a good stiff drink?" They're like, you know, they're trying. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're movie trying, but like at least Casa de la Baños. Right, dude. Right. Just doing Spanish. House of the House of the Bathroom. See, si, see, si, si, senor. Si, si. Casa la Baños. <laughs> Baños Casa del Fuego. Right. And they're like. The yeah, bathroom, yeah. The house of the bathroom is on fire. The bathroom's on fire. Oh shit! The bathroom's, <laughs> shit, the bathroom's, on, bathroom's fire. on fire. But like, I don't know. It, it's it's cool to me. This yeah. that strikes a cool note where, and yes, it is. It's part of Tom Harris's Mary Sue thing that he's just like Buenos Dias, right. and he just starts speaking Spanish. But I also like that maybe because they all spend a lot of time in Florida, or they all spend time. The, you kind of get the yeah. You pick up languages. a little yeah. Right. Like uh, 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 someone we used to work with says that they they only spoke kitchen Spanish. Right. And you you do you can learn a shorthand. I learned I know kitchen French basically from right. working in French restaurants. You learn enough that you can talk about food or you can talk about like culinary culinary techniques that are French or cooking right. You can't give a lecture to no, a, no, no. all French audience. Probably but couldn't you get can... to the train station. No, but right. you but you you get you get like a little halfway there yeah. and you can communicate. So I, I don't know. I wanted to jump out but of just is, mocking this hilarious no, no. movie. But he but. is Tom Harris and he knows fourteen languages. Yeah for sure. Like if they landed if they landed in Germany he would have been like Sprechen, jeklacken, florken, gargen. No, I get it. That's, I mean, yeah, you know, movie German. <laughs> it's movie German, movie Spanish. It's all the same. I love it, and it's charming as shit. Right. So the fisherman's, he, he's here. Yeah, like, I will show you where the village is, senor. It's right over this come, way. Yeah, come with and me. And Tom's being a cool dude. He's like, here, let me carry your your yeah. nets for you. Yeah. Like, awesome. If, if, 
I think the one of this movie's big saving graces because let's we'll put it right up front. It's 1964. There's a lot There's in this movie shit. that is problematic. Absolutely. But I think one of its saving graces is Tom seems so genuinely kind. He and is. I think a lot of the the author like the writer stuff, his you know his posturing and stuff. That's all part of his. Persona. persona that he yeah. puts on, but yeah. then the Tom, real Tom, is he's a pretty good guy. Yeah, there's later on he he's coming on strong to right. a girl, and she calls him on his shit, and he just reverts to his actual self because he's like, he's, ah, fucking fair, you called me out, and he's charming and let very. Me make, and let me make you a drink he's, then. He's very nice. Yeah. Um, I honestly think everybody in this movie, minus you know, um. <laughs> like maybe the the publisher and his wife who are there as like a bad couple to laugh at. Yeah, everyone's very nice and kind, and everyone takes care of everyone else. There's yeah. not a whole lot of shitty people in here. There aren't. There. F- so when you see stuff that reads shitty, like in actual 20- shitty people, there aren't any. No, no. So except well, for except for, the, except for the the twist ending villain guy, right? But that. So when we run into problematic stuff. The people are seem to be genuinely good people, so you almost give them a pass for right. behavior that's just out outdated at this point. That's that's all it is is outdated. It's just outdated behavior. We've grown past this. Yeah, yeah, and, and in a lot of ways, in some ways, some ways. But that's what I. That's one of the things I love about this movie mm-hmm. is it doesn't. This is a movie that makes you feel good. This is a yeah. fun movie to watch all the way through. That's again why I say that this is now living on my shelf with yeah. Like all my favorite, like House on Haunted Hill and it's Last totally Man on Earth, it's in that, vein. in that, yeah. And it, it's this uh, is getting watched again, yeah, and a lot again. It, you know, I was gonna say, I'm like, it's so charming until, but now I'm gonna say it's so charming even when the zombie fucking cuts that fisherman's head all, right. all the way off his body with that Minus, machete because that this happens pretty quick. It's like I'm gonna show you where the here's I'm where the village is. Where the village is turns around, turns around zombie. So my note is most amazing headshot ever, followed by best sidearm poop shooting ever, followed by best slow mo machete swing into a tree ever. It's amazing. This it's like 38 seconds of film. Is some it's I just want to have it. I want to free. I want to frame it. I want to hang it somewhere. Uh, just this is, this is like amazing. one of those digital frames. Yes, but only, that plays, only that. plays this scene. It's the most amazing shit. Because I, I go, I got. Oh my god, he cut his head off. How is he shooting him like that? That's the weirdest. That's not how you shoot a gun. Shooting him so bad. Oh my god, they're, they're doing. They're acting slow motion. Mm-hmm. He just put the machete on the side of the tree. Flock. Hold on, I'm gonna kill whatever that is. So yeah, so well we can't. There's behind no way to scenes, come back. Yeah, in. there's behind no the way. scenes, <laughs> listener. There was a weird flying bug that flew through the studio, and I killed that thing. I'm so glad that it was you and not me. I killed that thing so hard. I would still be crying. It, it blew pages out of my notebook because I killed it with my legal pad, and I like my notes were flying out all over the floor. And <laughs> at one point, I was kind of hitting a gentle because it was on a window, and Carl goes, "Fucking kill it! I'll help you pay for the window." And that's when I murdered it. Yep. Because I was when like, you blew it into pieces. I was like, "Fuck it! <laughs> we'll take this window down to I'll cardboard this window for two days." Fuck if I yeah, got man! It. I'll be installing. Oh my god! Fuck. So I brutalized a bug. Yeah. Just now, it got. It was all the gnarly way looking. It looked like a stinging butt, but it wasn't. I think it was a. Fly- it was either a flying ant or a very young, very young wasp. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because doesn't matter. holy gone. shit, is that thing toast? So we were, I, we were kind of at slow motion, <laughs> slow motion machete. Chap. My favorite, my favorite thirty eight seconds of film ever. I think it is the best. Um, so the yeah, so the boatman gets decapitated. 
Tom Harris dumps all six shots into like three. Two of them hit the zombie, yes. which is from me to you away mm-hmm. for listeners. Because he's shooting the feet. gun like over here. Right. He's got it held sideways, fully out full to his side, stretched out. His wrist is at a weird in, angle, and he's shooting like that. And he's poop poop. It might actually be upside down too. The gun could well, possibly be upside down. Yeah. I've seen kids hold toy guns more accurately Uh, My note on him shooting that zombie is I think the modern method of holding a pistol Wasn't invented until 1991 Because this is like the fifth movie we've seen Where people hold They hold the gun barrel up butt forward With their like thumb Whole hand around the exterior of the I don't know why anyone Even an actor would think that that's a logical way to hold a gun Because one if you need to use it now You can't because you're, you've like, what do you? How are you shooting it? How are you doing it? It's like it's almost like they think the like the magazine is gonna shoot out, but and that's is, your projectile. But this is a revolver, though. It is. It's a it's a spinner. It's a. If you pull the trigger fast enough, the cylinder will spin. If it's vertical, right. like like the way Tom right, Harris carries it, if it spins vertically, it will form a tornado that will blow away your enemies. So it's an elemental. Attack. An elemental attack. Fair yeah. Enough. Then you do, you do. I mean, the downside is you got six bullets up in the air that the are going to come down. Probably kill you eventually. That's why you don't shoot a gun in the air. Yeah, or hold a gun like these people hold guns. <laughs> See Jack Nicholson in the terror. <laughs> uh, oh, I already said that I want to eat his face. You did say that, yeah. Because it looks like hard fried chicken and hard boiled eggs. And this is when the gendarmes walk out of the jungle, right? Yep. They just walk out and they're like, hey, hey. Rato Tom Harris, uh, we were told Mr. They're not French, but no, they are dressed French. kind of gendarme. Very, man. <laughs> so this is when he says, uh, uh, or English colonial. Oh, Mr. Fairchild, this is you. Oh, you're not Mr. Fairchild. You right. must be Tom Harris. Of course, the way they actually talk is, ah, oh, Mr. Fairchild, glad right. you're here. But Mr. Fairchild, Mr. So very, Mr. Very Fairchild, glad. welcome here. to our beautiful island. Did Hope you enjoy your stay. Had any trouble with the snakes there? They're all from the Midwest, apparently. <laughs> you, get the, you get the clear coat? Minnesota Brigade. <laughs> oh, oh, I have a note about that. Oh, my goodness. Did they chop that boatman's head off? <laughs> oh, oh, for gosh. cute. <laughs> oh, for cute. <laughs> so they grab uh, Tom Harris, and they're like, oh, yeah, we were told you would be you would be arriving. <laughs> the plaid shirt volunteer army is here to help. That's my next... <laughs> Is that the ones on the beach? The ones on the beach. Okay. They all have plaid shirts that are torn open, no sleeves. They ripped the sleeves off. They all have, like, the hat on. Yeah, mm-hmm. the beach hat. The beach hat. And leading them is yet another yoked black dude with a machete in his hands. They've all got machetes. Yes. None it's of them. It's a prerequisite for volunteering for the plaid shirt volunteer army yeah. of Voodoo Island. So we should clarify, we've cut back to the plane, the plane. on the beach. yes. And the, yeah, this there's like 10 of them. They walk out of the jungle and walk ominously slowly, all carrying machetes toward the plane. Obviously, the rest of our heroes are like, get in the fucking plane and lock the doors. <laughs> Glock, lock, 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 lock. Um, so really, a note before we go on. The wheels on that plane are not meant to land in sand. No, they're, they're not meant to land on concrete. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're like... Matchbox car wheels on a plane, like Cheerios on a yeah, toothpick. Che- che- <laughs> <laughs> but 
you can get wheels for planes they're called tundra wheels that will land on sand they're mm-hmm. just giant like they look like um they could uh, retro they could retrofit some canoes on this fucking thing that you know make it a float dude yeah. why not make it a float anyway this plane weighs like 18 pounds so this plane has runway wheels on it and it landed on the beach that that's important to remember because of my one of my other favorite bits of dialogue here in a bit so they come in ominously spoilers they're not bad guys not yet but i recognize their shirts later they do eventually become like villager voodoo people, but yes. they're not. These are not villains. These are they're here to, the helpers now. Yeah, but they are the Plattshirt Volunteer Army. Correct. How many times in a, in this movie would all of the fear be solved by just one person being like, "Hey, we're here to help"? No, seriously. Rather than just like, "Here we come." Actually, the movie we're going to talk about for Patreon today. Yeah, the per- that has a lot. Oh, I have notes all about that. If anyone would just. It's say, like if one person, one person would just like, go. Here's the situation See you're scared You are misunderstanding Let Let me me lay this out for you Instead of just being like Kill him Kill him They're like Who the fuck Creepy You can't just use a pronoun I need a name (laughs) Who are you gonna kill Cause we all think it's Harry Potter The bad one Kill the one we don't like (laughs) That's not helping Doesn't mm, You guys are scary That could be me (laughs) It could be any of us That's this movie Why are you pointing your wand at Ron They're like Bum 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 Walking out of the jungle And in their heads they're like Alright Let's get this plane unstuck We should probably Do you think Switch perspective uh, (laughs) John Jack You guys carry their luggage I'm gonna welcome them to the island But all we see is like Machete Dudes with like mean faces. Oh, let's get to that plane. Service with a smile. And their smiles are all like fanged. You're like, holy shit, you guys are the scariest wow. bellboys in history. Like, they finally reached a point. Like, I so we'll have your luggage then. Uh, the, the dude with the machete, the, the leader of the ripped flannel shirt volunteer brigade, volunteer army. The Seattle Rejects. Plaid shirt volunteer army. Seattle Rejects 64. The PSVA, man. PSVA. So the leader of the PSVA. His name's Robbie. I love that. That his name's like, is that short for Robert? Is it Robert? Is his name Robert? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Whatever. It's Roberto. So the the, the like the leader guy, the the main yes. dude on the island, or or like maybe his leader of the gendarmes or whatever. I, it's hard to, to keep people apart, especially when the transfers this bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to determine. There's yeah. a big reveal later that is in no way a reveal. So, I'm still not exactly sure who it was. I think and it was they Tom tell Harris. us. <laughs> it may have been. <laughs> so they get down to the plane and they're like, all right, uh, hey, so eh, this is just Robbie and the rest of his goon squad. They're here to carry your luggage. We're going to take you to the, they call it, it's, they don't call it a village, it's a plantation, I believe is what they actually It is call the, it. the plantation. Did you notice that all of the white people in the plane ceased to be scared when other white people arrived, yeah. even though no one had explained the situation to them yet? And we don't know who these white, other white people are. Tom is they're with them. They're just not black people. But Tom is with them, though. Right. So I think they're like, these are good guys. But still, if you had a mob around your car and you saw, like, your brother show up and he's like, hey, man, what's up? Would you get out of the car? You would wait for someone to be like They're with me it's cool come on Right out. yeah fair enough But yeah as soon as like the the They do look kind of like English colonial A little bit People They've got that sort of like Hey yes carry the bags Wiggins We'll be back <laughs> drinking gin and tonic <laughs> We're going out to China yeah. We'll be killing endangered species one of brandy would, you like to, would you like to shoot all of the rhinos on the island There's two left There's We're only get two today. One male one female We were thinking about just Shooting the male and seeing how sad we could make the other one. Have you ever seen a rhinoceros cry? Yeah, just a bit of English sport. 
<laughs> so they show up and everyone's like, oh, cute little babies. Oh, thank God, white yeah. people. Let's just get out of the plane. We're fine now. So they get out of the plane. Here's the line. They, they all jump in the Jeep yeah. and head to the plantation. But the, the like the head dude goes, Robbie and his men will roll it up on the beach and tie it down. And you watch Robbie and the men surround the plane and fail to move it even an They inch. don't even move it a little bit. So my note is, Robbie and his men will roll it up on the beach and tie it down. Tom turns to, Tom turns to gendarme. Pardon me, but are you out of your mind? <laughs> that plane... It's not going that anywhere, That plane's sir. not moving a centimeter. Although they do actually... Uh, somebody manages to come down there with like you know a front end loader and haul that fucker into position because <laughs> he's like white people fuck yeah dude yeah. Robbie's <laughs> looking at him like the fuck you say yeah you want me and these my you want me to try and move this plane with these five guys it's sunk three feet into right. this loose sand <laughs> what are you, <laughs> you talking Empire about Strikes Back I'm not fucking Yoda no no this thing no it's, <laughs> this thing is sunk this we should just blow this plane up. Spoilers. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they get to the they get to the house, and now we my we get introduced to our housekeeper. Oh my god, who has the best? We close in five minutes, but I can seat you now, and I can't wait to stab you in your sleep. Kind of face smile going on. He does. Right now. He does look like a mater d at the end of a double. Yeah. It's like, oh great, more people. Oh welcome. Yeah, to sure. Home. Everything's ready. Fuck. Fucking well, god, to my home. It's good to see you all so late when we're getting ready to wind down. Guess I'll get dinner going. <laughs> Care for a drink? Bottom shelf only or whatever you want because you're my company and I'm glad you're here. Like that yeah, sort of shit. Totally that, yeah. <laughs> uh, but dinner looks baller. This, you remember when we did the Young Racers and I was like, the movie's okay, but God, the clothes are great. Mm-hmm. And watching people drink classic cocktails out mm-hmm. of like, Atomic age glassware yes. And you're just Oh dude Everything inside the plantation Is just visual pornography yes, For is. me Tom's jacket's a little big But I'm willing to forgive it 64 but, Yeah Have you ever seen um, Shit it's a, it's a famous movie It's not Mulholland Drive It's It's The other Drive movie uh, oh. Aging Aging film star like uh, out of work screenwriter. Lost Highway. No, out. Of, it's it's an old movie. It's a famous movie. Whatever. It's so I can't remember what it's called, but it's something. The Road to Rio. No, it's like it. It has a name like Mulholland Drive. Oh, okay. Um. So basically, it's about this like out of work screenwriter who comes and stays with an actress who is like well aged out of being an Sunset actress. Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Thank you. I knew it was like a street name type thing. So. How long has it been since you've seen Sunset Boulevard? A fucking long time. That dude's suit. Having seen Sunset Boulevard and having seen that... Joe Gibbs, I think is his name, though? His character name? Yeah. Uh, okay, so he's he's my build, a medium. Yeah. I'd say he's probably wearing a 78 long suit the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. It's like below his knees. It's, it's adorable. Nuts. His pants are so... The legs are so big. I'm like... I could fit my waist into each leg, <laughs> each leg of that dude's suit coat, and he's built like I am. So when I see Tom Harris's little, he's you're okay with it. Yeah, I'm like that suit. Look, it's off the rack. I'm a, I'm you're fine totally with fine. It. Oh, dude, um, his fucking pickup lines. <laughs> so Tom gets Tom gets before dinner. He gets a little moment alone because he dressed the quickest. That's right. Yep, and we have uh, we we don't know who she is yet, but we get someone trying to be Gershwin. But we know. 
But we know. We know who it is. It's, we know it's, it's the, the daughter of, it, the, of the cancer guy. And the girl who was swimming in the river earlier. Exactly. Yeah. So, and not the guy who has cancer, but the scientist who is trying to, to cure, cure cancer. cancer. Yes. Just but, to be clear. Which I love that they just threw that in. And they keep tagging it. So you're like, we're trying to cure cancer. And then like later, Tom, Tom is talking to the daughter and he's like, ah, oh, yeah, you're the daughter of the man who's going to cure the most deadly disease in America. And I'm like, oh, middle-aged male suicide? No? Oh, oh it's cancer. That's yeah. it, This is 64. This is back before this the really bad yeah, diseases. Yeah, yeah. This is the ones in your head started showing up. Or when they did, you just kept drinking Rob Roy's until exactly. they went away. <laughs> drink this evil out of my brain. Yeah. Oh, wow. A bit of an intrusive thought there. Thought about axe murdering the whole family. Hmm. Darling, would you make me another drink? Can I have the Grey Goose, please? Back when medicine was easy. When medicine rhymed with vodka. Did you catch that their dinner party conversation is whether or not they'll ever come up with a clean cigarette? <laughs> well, you know that I have a note about that. I'm positive the, you the, do. the quote <laughs> is one day they'll get the clean tobacco and the right filter. And my note to that is just take my money now. If they came if up they with came clean up, tobacco dude, and a good fucking, filter. I don't care if it's $20 a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we've, we've done it. Zero carcinogens. Yes. It doesn't even really taste like a cigarette. And they're forty dollars a piece. So a pack is how many are, how many are 20. pack? Twenty? Twenty, ten, eighty, eight hundred. So a pack would be eight hundred dollars. If I save up. <laughs> You'd be a pack a year kind of guy. <laughs> but you smoke that one, you're like, oh, it doesn't even taste like a cigarette. I don't care. Oh. Maybe I'll do okay, I know I'm rationing these, but it's my first day. Right. I'm gonna do two today. You're and out. then you have a couple drinks and then you're like I could do three I could do I three, three. You know, like And then you wake up tomorrow and there's only three left And they're rattling around <gasps> Three and you're like, is like the worst number because you got your lucky like, no. And then two regular <laughs> ones And you're like oh no, oh, oh, no. <laughs> I'm out $790 oh, God damn it. This is bad This is really bad Well I got, I'm so depressed now I gotta smoke one Uh Am I wrong? <laughs> this is bumming me out. Somebody, you, you don't even realize you're doing it. You're yeah, already halfway uh, it through sucks. it, and you're like, "Wait a minute! Wait oh, a minute! Fuck! Where'd I get this? <laughs> oh, there's only two left." <laughs> That's why I hope they never come up with it because you would just. Be I mean, I'm gonna have to get a second, maybe third job. <laughs> Pick it up. Yeah. Pick it up. You yep. just, you know, like Shit. you're like, I know that the the graveyard shift at the gas station's killing me, but. Every month, I do ma- I do clear enough to buy one pack of cigarettes. <laughs> this is my fun money. My 36-hour-a-week fun money job. <laughs> Just one to pay for one pack of smokes. God damn it, if they do it, though, it'll be worth it. Dude, when Tom Harris lights that cigarette, I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke. But yep. I, had, I had the Constantine effect where suddenly I was like, fuck it, I'm going to be a smoker now. Yep. <laughs> Even the fucking horrible smoking in this is somehow sexy because it's that 1960s. I'm gonna mouth the whole filter. Mm-hmm. Gonna talk and smoke's gonna come out of my mouth. I'm while sure I'm talking because you haven't brought it up. I'm sure that you did. You did not see it, but there is a moment in this film where Tom goes to drop his cigarette in an ashtray and misses, and it falls on the ground, and the carpet catches on fire. I totally missed that shit. And you shit. can see smoke start drifting what? up. What? I missed it. Everyone ignores it. They just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> That's just, amazing. I totally just... missed it. But back in the day, we could just smoke willy-nilly anywhere, man. People were fucking burning shit down. Oh, yeah, dude. You're like, you're, your carpet, you didn't replace your carpet until 
most half, half of, of it, it was, was burned. Burn stains. Yeah. You're like, okay, half the carpet. Couches, cars, like fucking. <laughs> dude, coats, my shirts. The car that I had when I was a district manager for a company, and I had to drive a lot. So you drive, you smoke a bunch. Yeah, dude, I had cigarette burns on the ceiling. Yeah. The, <laughs> Passenger seat, like somehow. Welcome back to Smoke Talk. In the joint. No, baby, you start talking about healthy cigarettes. We talk about we can do Scotch Talk because this is when he he makes a Rob Roy out of one bottle of Comparno is what he does. There's no other. He isn't it? It's the was the Comparno. He's. It's well, a, he's not. That's not part vermouth, of a Rob, right? Right. right. But well, no, but that's what he has. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought he has sweet vermouth, so I figured we just mix, missed the scotch portion while we're probably. on her face. Yeah. Which is, but if what, that's not but true. what I thought was like, no, he's just putting all the. That's just you gave her a neat three and a half ounce pour of sweet vermouth is what she did. Which, if it's good, you, you if missed, it's antica, you missed the Rob part if you're Rob Roy, sir. <laughs> Oops! You gotta yeah, get. Yeah, if it's Antica, I'll just drink that straight out of yeah. the bottle. Yeah, and uh, like a good Antica Carpato in a warm glass yeah. by a fire, yeah. reading a ghost story. Oh my god! I know. I just want to stop doing the podcast now and get some vermouth. <laughs> but uh, I I love that he comes on with his his cheesy ass pickup lines where he goes, "Well, it's you know." Well, he starts clapping what? while she's playing and scares her. Yeah, and then he's like, "I'm sorry, I just need to ask what." What part of heaven did you fall from? Yeah, and she's like, man. wow, your pickup lines are shitty. And he goes, well, it's one of the problems with one of the occupational hazards of being a writer. You stand naked before the world. Jesus. And she goes, all right, look, if we're going to be doing this, then at least you could make me something cold. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I love her so she much. She out of this tree. And I love it. Yeah. She is just like everything that's coming in. She's just batting it aside. And she's like, uh, go all the way. Fuck yourself. <laughs> So he goes over and whips up a Rob Roy. I like that she drinks it. Yep. Even though she's not familiar she's like, with it. And it's pretty, a bit stiff. Yeah. But she keeps going at it, dude. She takes that drink. And she, you see her face like, what the shit is that? And then she takes another drink. She's like, but your cowboy's up. You do make a yeah. And she even compliments him. She's like, you do make a good drink there, Tom. What is it we're drinking? And he says Rob Roy. And I'm like, Tom. Another reason I love this movie. Yep. Name another movie where someone spins up a Rob, shakes up a Rob Roy for someone, which don't shake. Don't shake it. Stir. Yes. Stir. But, you know, he builds him in the glass. He's doing all right. He's fine. It's a new bar. And those glasses are sexy. They are sexy. There's something weird up there. Huge. They're big. It's I thought big, he double just gave her half of the shaker. Like, <laughs> hey, I was drinking out of that. I couldn't find the glasses. So, just, yeah, uh, drink it out of the. Here, I, I, I split it. I'm going to drink it. It's a Boston shaker. So, I'm going to drink out of the pint glass. You drink out of the metal. Or I'll switch you. Like, either whichever. Way. I don't care. We'll good either way. And this one's got more cherries in it. Do you want that one? Yeah, you here, take that. I'll Cause he's sweet. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Yeah, because you're so sweet, I figured I'd give you the cherries. So then she knocks Which... him out of the tree again. <laughs> oh, you know, shit. I, I think about it, maybe take your cherry later. I heard there's virgins and she's like, All right, listen, back off, Chief. Dude, she takes In, no shit from him. Until later, then she gets under him real quick. Yeah, but okay, from this but. point this movie from this point on this movie to me is a pulp adventure novel. No, exactly what it nothing is. Nothing is supposed to be realistic. The, no. the next thing that happens is after dinner, they go for a walk in the jungle alone at, at night, night, and she gets kidnapped by two zombies. She says something very strange. So she almost runs into a tiki torch, yeah, and she says, "Oops, bread and butter." Is that like an old saying for something? <laughs> she almost runs straight into a tiki torch because it's dark, and she goes, "Oops, bread and butter." Never, like, I never like, noticed that in this movie. Like, what the fuck? Does as that soon as you mean? leave, I'm gonna watch it again now. 
Oh my god, that's amazing. Like, what? They were just slinging stuff at the camera, and they're like, did it Did 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 we catch a picture? Was there sound at all? Yes? Cut. Next scene. (laughs) We nailed it. Jesus. Bread and butter. (laughs) Bread and butter. So, I love this, because this is a fun jump cut. They're hanging out by some, like, trees. And he, she, he's, she's like, oh, you know, my dad's working on this thing. And Tom's like, that's cool. I write books. Cut to some zombies are coming like out of the seven. Seven zombies are yeah. coming out of the forest. Cut back to them. They are making out all the way. They're doing that 1960s half swallowing your. Yeah. Like, when, when the guy gets his arm like yeah. around the back of the girl's head and like she is enveloped and, and she's like falling into space and they're kissing cosmically. And it's, it's incredible. It's a kiss that you've never experienced. It only exists on the silver screen. <laughs> exactly. So, but I love that nothing that they'd been talking about indicated that that was going to happen. It just like oh. in the quick cutaway, he's like. So like I'm gonna kiss you now, and she's like fucking a finally, <laughs> and then they like they dive right into it. <laughs> so a bunch of zombies show up. Tom Harris uh, didn't. I don't. Did you know that not only is he a writer, pilot, bu- like a bush plane pilot, yes, gun gun owner, mm-hmm. uh, scientific expert. Yes, he's also a prize fighter because he is. dude, when he he swings one time and clocks that zombie. Like into next fucking week. Bullets don't work, but his punches highly affect. Well, he punches harder than bullets hit Carl. Well, he was trained by Bruce Lee. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he but and and Bru- you know Bruce Lee did with the one inch punch. <laughs> Tom Harris is he's he's, he's his coming, haymakers, baby. He's throwing rights from the left. He starts so far back, bro. He's all the way wound. His, yeah, his rights start behind his left shoulder, and they come all the way Ow. around, and he knocks that shit. orbit. Out. Yeah. He, going to <laughs> he orbit. calls it the orbit. He calls it the orbit. He's like, hey, I'm the old famous Tom Harris orbit punch. But that doesn't, that doesn't stop two zombies from stealing the girl. So what he does is he rolls up on him, socks, he, as he chases after him, he grabs a tiki torch. Yes. On the run. On the run. It doesn't go out. Nope. And here's my note. Tom Harris kissing the girls, punching like a prize fighter, and tiki torching natives in the face. Yeah. This is a... The guy's face lights up for a hot second, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of weird pyrotechnic yeah. effects that kind of freak me Where out. People actually just kind of caught on fire it's for like, a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, so we just burned that dude. You in can the hold face. a flare for a second and be fine. Right next to your belly. Yeah. You see how quick he gets rid of it? You see how quickly he jumps in the water. They're like, action. And- He's like, I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> jumps off the boat at the end. We'll get to him, but man. Um, <laughs> this is same a, thing here though. Like he gets a tiki torch in the dude's face, and his face ignites because he's for wearing a, sec, and a then, bunch of like it, probably highly flammable, flammable makeup, lead based. Exactly. <laughs> he's wearing a, a fucking mask, a made mask out of asbestos and lead. Exactly. But well, he, asbestos wouldn't burn, but yeah, that's but that's why they did an extra coating so his face, <laughs> so his face wouldn't. Get, oh, here, close your eyes. We're gonna asbestos some, some your face. Asbestos. Some safety asbestos. Here, smoke one of these clean cigarettes Jesus too, Christ. just in case you do get burned. You have one more. No smoke. wonder they're researching cancer on this fucking island <laughs> they're like dude all causes mortality on this island is out of control so we gotta out of control. we're gonna try and balance it out <laughs> we're gonna dial back the cancer a touch because we can find the cure for cancer on death island i <laughs> think we're doing pretty good <laughs> it's like why don't you try and solve the face burning that's killing all <laughs> these people Christ. so yeah, interesting <laughs> twist they're causing it so uh, yeah yeah they're they're making all the zombies mm-hmm. which Spoilers, there's actually no cancer research. There isn't any cancer research happening on the island. What's really happening, what's actually happening is the owner of the plantation is the voodoo doctor. Yep. 
because we're close enough we can tell we're close enough yeah he becomes this because really nothing else happens but a bunch of running around adventure. fuckery yeah. lots of adventure which is fucking great it's great we're done plot building now it's just well because we're done plot building as soon as they they run in and then oh my god we were being chased by zombies and the doctor pulls off the shelf the thank god they had this book because it had a huge chunk of plot in it right book well, uh i noticed Sorry, this is, I do my Tom Harris voice. That's all right. I noticed, uh, Doctor, that you've got a very interesting library. Last bookshelf with like 80 books on it. That's it's funny. one bookshelf. I'm like, uh, come to my house, Tom right. Harris. This guy's library and shit. Nope. <laughs> I got more books than that in my living room. Yep. So, but he pulls one off and it's like about the local religions. And my question is, uh, I thought this island like maybe didn't even exist. <laughs> But there's a whole book on the yeah. history of it. And- Who came here and studied the local culture for so long and at such length that they wrote a comprehensive history of this island's religion when it's a mythical island? Yeah, well, probably. But we find out later, Don't t- the, the rule in this movie is just don't talk about the plot holes. Keep on moving on. A character talks about a plot hole at one point. Hey, where'd this boat come from? Shut, Shut up, up. Keep don't swimming. talk about <laughs> He literally is like, stop it. They're going to notice. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of the characters, yeah, shuts yeah, them up. The other character's like, shut up, bro. If you keep saying it, they'll take the boat away. <laughs> the director will cut the boat, and then we're swimming to nowhere, you fucking idiot. Sweet, we have a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. Who's <laughs> easy? Look, revolvers work when you dink them in water. Yep. But a closed, uh, a rifle with a, a closed breech, yeah, well, a, a nice spring field. No, no, no. Get the powder wet. But a cartridge is a closed. Shut, shut up. up. What did it we just fire. say about the boat? The firing pin gets wet. Fire. Yeah, if the firing pin gets wet, it does. It gets all spongy. You don't want a gooey firing pin. You can't pin. get your steel Mm-mm. all soaked up because then steel gets it's soft. Mushy, gets all mushy. It gets mushy in water. Mm-mm. And, you know, when you got dry powder and a good primer because that's how cartridges work. Yeah. Once those get wet and not, not going to. Yeah, nothing actually happens to any of the parts you need to fire. That just won't work at all. Just throw it away. I think triggers are actually dissolvable. They are. They do. They dissolve They're in water. Instantly There's no more trigger. Soluble in water. <laughs> it's terrible design. I'm really glad that Springfield like got on that post 64 when they're like, we got to stop this whole like dissolving gun. They turn thing. into a decal. <laughs> it's just a sticker of a trigger. Like, oh, oh, I'm gonna put a temporary tattoo. I'm gonna put that on my put that on, on my, my iMac. Oh my god. <laughs> or whatever. Um. All right. So. Here's here's my summary of the to- how this movie changes in tone once we have our pieces in place. Yes. Once they know that they can just have an adventure now, the next thing that happens is <laughs> I'll just read the note because I, I like my tone, my like weird shitty tone. Oh, Come on. Betting beautiful young women on a tropical island as voodoo drums blow in from the jungle on a midnight ocean breeze. <laughs> Dude, this Perfect. Because she's she's had a hard day. She has. Yeah. The the doctor's daughter. She got kidnapped by zombies. She watched Tom Son- Harris burn a man's face. Sunday. So she's laying in bed, and Tom finds out a local myth that this tribe that the modern tribe is descended from once sacrificed a white, blonde-haired, gray-eyed woman. I'm sure they're blue, but it's a black and white film. So they once sacrificed a blonde girl to cure like. That's the, right, and so they thought that that was how it all right. mystically right. So th- happened. Yeah, the the chief's son had like some sort of illness, and the doctor, the local doctor who was on the island, treating him. he treated the boy, and the boy got better. But they also sacrificed the doctor's da- daughter, and they the tribe was like, or the the villagers, the natives that were like, worked. "Hey, the it wasn't the medicine; it was the girl we murdered." <laughs> so now. 
some sh- I don't know why some shit's going on and they think that the girl is at risk right the blonde girl so Tom finds that out and he's I'll like, go check on her he's like uh, through her window everybody stay here dad you especially you actually earplugs you go to bed earmuffs you go to sleep on the far on the west wing away from the wing where your daughter and I are go, going to go find the plane check on the plane we're gonna talk actually this is taking kind of a long time so why don't you get why don't you just I'm gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> So he comes in and he, he's like, hey, what's up? And she's like, you scared me. Get out. Get out of here. He's like, look, I didn't mean to scare you. I'm sorry. Let me just talk to you. You're in for real danger. I just found some shit out. You need to come with me tomorrow. And she's like, no, I can't do that. My dad's finding the cure for snake cancer and venom mogs. And he's got a theremin. <laughs> and Tom. All those things are true. I mean, he does. Like, I didn't say anything that's not true just now. So. <laughs> so t- I love that she like she gets up and Tom's about to leave and then there's like this weird thing where he's like he kind of like holds her and they get really close face to face. They did kiss earlier in the evening. No. And he's like I got a jet. I got to get out of here. And she's like wait wait wait. I need you. I need you. Now. Come on man. This is like Casablanca shit, right? No, this is. It's totally like and also they're in a dangerous situation. This is Indiana Jones and Marion. The blood is hot. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It's they've actually scientifically proven that people in da- dangerous situations Bang together, yeah, they fall in love yeah. really quickly. They fall out of love quickly too, but in high adrenaline moments. It's like you're gonna put it in me. Yeah, dude. Everyone it's wants like, I'm to. I'm gonna put it in you. They're like, we just escaped a falling rope bridge. Let's fuck. I love you so much. It's like then yeah, it's like I love you so much. The next thing that happens is you fall in love, and then you have sex. two days later you're like, I'm gonna take you out of my phone. Yeah, block. Uh, who is this? Who is this? I've never. Sorry, new number. Mm. Uh, block. <laughs> Delete your social media for new, a month new or phone, two. Uh, sorry. New phone. New phone. No number. <laughs> <laughs> but in this moment, they just had a dangerous ass yes. day. And dude, Tom Harris, legit. Yeah, he's not a creep. He gets a smooth on, dude. He's, and that's just fine. She and it's because n- he was leaving, and, it, and he she's was like, no. And this I is, want you under me now. I, def- I want to be under you now. Yeah, that actually I have a note about that, dude. I said this is this this is another one of those weird like woman and goat together. Like it's an innocuous scene, but your brain makes it really um, heavy. Mm-hmm. This sex scene is really sexy, and it's all off camera, zero yeah, nudity. There's nothing that, but the way she sits on the bed, she sits down on the bed, and she like she's looking up at him, and he like comes and sits yeah. down next to her, and then there's this great moment. It's a it's an awesome performance, Her little actually. Scooch. Yeah, where she she gets her arms like on his. On his arms And she You can see her like Building up the courage To do it Do it Do it And then she like Lays back on the bed And pulls him down On top of her Like you can see her Be like If I don't do it now I'll never do it And then she like She pulls him down And as soon as They're like Laying down Her face just relaxes Dude dude. it's an awesome Little performance Fully clothed Fully clothed Nothing crazy going on No words like I'm gonna suck you No And then they zoom away They pan out To like the drums And meanwhile I'm like it is so sexy, man. It's I I think honestly, it's like the one of the high points of the movie because yeah. all the performances are great. The yeah, camera I was like, work Holy is shit, great. That's really fucking hot. It was, was really, really hot, hot, dude. I love that sex scene. I love it. I especially love the morning after because that lets some some shit happens. Tom Tom does some writing, but we will come back to the <laughs> he, daughter. He loves to write. Sh- he loves to write shirtless with a fucking whole pack of cigarettes and. Tick, 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 tick. Tell me that wasn't awesome no, though. That's fucking great. Come on, he's fucking. Chesty Magoo is all hairy And, and he's muscular He's yeah. way more muscular he's, Than you think he he's is He's thick I was like dude He's Once he gets his He's sh- built like a He's built like, like a boxer guy, yeah. yeah like a, a, a pugilist like A pugilist He's built like a pugilist An old school pugilist He's built like um 
like a less <laughs> like a fight me like this guy. fight me like this guy <laughs> no okay dude shirtless coffee typewriter writing in a green paradise and a fever in his fingers that's why this movie i realized this movie is why i write in the garden i set up the patio i take my typewriter out there i put like my my short swim trunks on i put my sunglasses on i make a tiki drink and then i take my shirt off and i sit in the sun with my tiki drink and my typewriter I, this movie informed so much. So of, much of yeah. my life. You've watched the movie. You can yeah. see it, right? Yeah. You can see like me. And you come by it so fucking honestly, which is amazing. <laughs> I think it's because it got me young enough that it became part of my DNA. Yeah, and it wasn't like, if it happened now, I'm like, dude, you're being kind of a twat. Like, right. If <laughs> I saw this movie today and from now on I started acting like, like Tom Harris, but. Yeah, when it happens when you're a kid, yeah. it just becomes part of your DNA. I got Indiana Jones, I got James Bond, and I got Tom Harris as like my three male role models I when I was it. very, very young. Like, you know, uh, nature versus nurture young, when yep. like shit is still going into my sponge brain. And I think the best parts of Tom Harris have come out in adult max. That's and incredible. watching this movie, I'm just like, yay, there it is, yay. yay. I get it, man. Bird was spotting more of it. She's like, hey, you write out outside too on your typewriter with your shirt off. And I was like... I do. I do. I wonder if this is why. <laughs> it makes me happy. I kind of like that's fucking that. fantastic, <laughs> is what it is, man. Okay, so the next, but uh, dude, and can do you feel for Tom Harris here because he's a writer? Yeah, and he's kind of been on like a three month writer's block. Yes, and now he's sitting outside and he's hammering on the typewriter. On fire. He's killing it. Well, he's even got, the other guys, like either you got up very early or you write really fast. Yeah, his his publisher comes down, hung over his shit. Yes. And he's like, "Cup of coffee, please." Oh my god. Cafe. Oh, Tom, don't say anything to me until I drink this. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no, not gonna vomit. Gonna keep it down. Keep it down. Coffee. Hey, coffee. holy shit, you're writing a bunch. <laughs> like you've got thirty pages done. Here. And then the writers or the the publisher's wife comes down, and then like the owner of the plantation comes down, and but what. You can see that he's trying to get writing done. He's still like in it. Yep. But people keep saying hi, and you can. See it's. I love the acting because yeah. he'll like he'll slow down and he'll be like, mm, "Morning, darling," and then he goes right back to it, and he's like, "Then one oh, more person." Yep, good to see. And then when the wife the wife comes down and he's like, "Oh, she's in a swimsuit," and he uses her as an excuse to leave because his they're fucking with his flow because he goes, "Oh well, if you're gonna be wearing that, I can't stay here." Yeah. Which is awesome because it's him paying a compliment to her and flattering her because they have a rapport. Exactly. This is not creepy because they have a long-standing relationship of flirtation. Years and years. Years, yeah. So he's like, if you're going to be wearing that, darling, I can't stay here. And really, he's like, Fuck, I can't I'm writing and writing you are guns. all hanging out with but me But he now. uses that as he uses the, an excuse yep. and he gets out of there. Doesn't go get more writing done. He goes back to the blonde daughter. And this is probably the most suggestive part of that sex scene from last night, which is we see her asleep. In the sun because it's you know morning yep. now, and we hear like kind of like it's the Glenn. No, what it is, it's very Glenn Miller Orchestra because I wrote down the Glenn Miller Orchestra presents your wake up call. It, so it's that sort of almost a big bandy kind of. But it's kind. Uh, it's got it, a little bit of swank to it. Is but it it's big more, or is it? Ch- I remember it it's being kind of quiet. It's, and chill. It is chill, but it's like a chill like. It's like Moonlight Sonata, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like na 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 and when she, and when she wakes up, dude, her her smile, her She's smile, got that righteously fucked smile on her dude, face, dude. That I my that my note is this is what the mo- what every morning after a night of excellent sex looks like. Yep. Where you wake up and you, you wake up, you immediately remember the night. For yeah, there's like half a second where you're like. 
All right, what day is it? Tuesday? And then you remember the night before. And then you feel your raw junk and you're Dude, like, you, oh. you get that like yes. huge grin on your face and you do, you stretch. Yeah. You're like, this is it. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't be a better morning. Mm, gonna go right down by the beach. Yes. Oh, Smell God. Like coffee and why sex do, in your room. It's why do I feel so great today? Yeah. I know why. <laughs> but uh, Dude, you got I fucked. Yeah, yeah, dude, you got I fucked. You got yeah, that. I fucked. You, you got yeah, that. I fucked. I fucked. I fucked. Yeah, walking down the street. I fucked. I walking down the street because I fucked. You got I that. Said, what you get is you got that fuck pep in your step. Yeah. Where you're just like everywhere you go, you're happy. Yeah, you're like Tom Hanks and Big when he's running out of the elevator. Yes, dude. After the, yeah. It la- and I'd say it usually lasts until noon. About lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> and you can still be in a good yeah. mood afterwards, but that's where the glow starts the, fading. The pepper starts to wear But off on, from wake up to noon, dude, you've got that that great sex energy. And everyone can tell, you're like, you fucked last night. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're happy for you like, most of the time. Good job. Good they're job. like, hey. Usually, you should fuck more often because you're usually kind of an asshole in the morning. Typically, you suck. You're right. So you found someone who likes you, huh? <laughs> Aww, good for you. Good for you. Um, you probably need to wash your dirty dick because you smell horrible. No, no, no. This is, a, <laughs> uh, it's like, I'm like a baseball player. I can't wash my socks. They're my strictly broken. Another Tom Hanks movie. She's in everything, man. Um, all right. So some stuff happens that's kind of boring, but now what happens is Tom and the blonde daughter end up at a voodoo ritual site. Yes. And I love her line, which is, I've never seen this place before. I'm like, really? Because it took you like a one minute walk to get there. It's your, literally your backyard. It's the backyard. There's that, that copse of trees. If you just go through it, there's a voodoo thing right like there. there. And they're yes. like, well, this is so strange. What is all this? And you're ready for uh, Tom, Mary Sue Harris. Well, hey, these markings, this... This is a this is a site used for voodoo human sacrifice rituals based on these markings. I'm like oh, Tom uh-huh. Harris, writer, archaeologist, lover of women, pilot, gun owner. And that's why you make him <laughs> a writer because you can explain away anything. He had to research, research. it first, first story, right? Yep. And he's a bestseller, so he's you know he's researching like Stephen King type shit, yep. man. Yep. Uh, so down here, <laughs> they find a hut, and they're like, I wonder what's behind this door. And Tom's like, I don't know. It's kind of dark in there. Let me grab. Oh look, a lit torch. Perfect. Why is that there? Shut up! Don't talk about plot holes! I have a mean note about her acting. Her acting? Her acting is probably the worst in the movie. The blonde girl? Yeah. I think her... Because, no, it's not. Tell me... Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Tell me that that sex scene, though, isn't the best acting No, the sex scene is great, but she's also not doing any talking. Physical performance. We've lauded Daniel Day-Lewis's physical performances since season zero. No, I got it. Her talking performance is is shit. At this point, yes. I even... I also remarked on that. Throughout the movie, her acting is a lot like when a person who doesn't read so well speaks a passage aloud from a book with really big words in High it. High school reading Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Pop, when a, you're doing popcorn reading. When you're doing popcorn. Of yeah. a hard book. Of a hard book. Like yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. like three grades too young to be reading it aloud. In a town of 400 people. Right. Like my high school experience. Yeah. No, so, well, the reason is because, I mean, this is, this is our classes and we're all trying to get through like... Why are you making us read Poe? I don't know what any of these words mean. I'm mispronouncing half of them. <laughs> Can I tell you? And I'm fun, really nervous. A fun related story. Can I use the bathroom? Carl can't read right now. <laughs> or ever again. Or ever Can again. Can I tell you a fun story about yeah. Poe and high school? Yeah. So what you that your your scenario you just came up with? We started a Poe segment during October of my like I think my sophomore year. And we read Fall of the House of Usher and a bunch of other Poe stories and we popcorn read them. First day, we did popcorn reading for about 15 minutes of a one-hour class, and then one of the girls in my class 
I, I got to read and then mm-hmm. a bunch of people read. One of the girls in my class raised her hand and our teacher, Miss Fairchild, awesome English teacher. Um, she goes, uh, Mrs. Fairchild, do you mind if Max just reads the rest of these? Because we're all struggling a bunch and he's got it figured That's out. That's awesome. Yeah, because I knew all the words because I'd read been reading posts since I was like eight. So this is definitely me bragging about my my, bra- awesome, my reading level. I'm j- I, I fully admit that this is bragging. I had college age reading level when I was in third grade. So yeah. yeah so the, so I read the rest of Poe, but I was <laughs> but it was literally like listening to people try and hit like tintinabulations. That's not in the Hall of House of Usher, but, but it's a yeah. big, Poe is paid by the column inch. He wasn't paid by the word, he was paid by space that he took up, so he was he like, would totally dude, he had that th- 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 thesaurus out, he's like, what's the longest word that Biggest means word. what I really 22 mean? 22 letters, perfect. Oh, they're going to have to double hyphenate this one. is not a big enough word. Anti-discombobulatory animalisticness. Boom. I mean, he coined the word detective, did you know that? Anyway, um... So yeah, Tom Harris grabs a torch and he sticks it into the hut and it's a hut full of zombies. Hey, you know the best way to keep sleeping zombies sleeping? Stuff a torch Scream in their face and like yell. a monkey is my, what you do. My favorite part about that scene is it they do like camera in the round where yes. they're like going around Show the hut the, yeah. one at a time. None of the zombies react, but I love that they're like, "Oh god, it's a zombie." Ah! Oh no, another ah! one. And look another ah! one. I don't mean to alarm you, Cheryl, but there's one more, ah! dude. It's they're in that hut for like minutes, just being like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, and when they get out, are you trying to wake up? This yeah, he's like, and he throws he throws that torch on the ground like a red vine in the night. <laughs> he's just like, we're done with this torch now. All right, so he does a lot of throwing away of, of he things throws, he could use. He well, not only does he throw away things he could use, this is the second time he's thrown fire onto flammable stuff. Yes, he's like cigarettes; those go on the well, floor. Well, he does end up burning up the. Well, no, actually, he's, never mind. It's not him. Mm-mm, no, the other guy does. Uh, so he's he's like, oh, quick, where's your father's laboratory? She's like, it's built into a bunker in the side of a mountain. <laughs> no I'm like, shit. how long has he been on this island? He's been 22 years. So they head to her dad. They go to NORAD. And they <laughs> so they pop into the whoppers down there crunching numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so they pop into NORAD real quick. I love actually like this part a lot. They go in and Tom is the second through the door, and it's mm-hmm. this big steel door in the in the side of a mountain. And he closes the door, but leaves it like, like leaves it like an inch open, so yes. the door is open. A guy has been following them. He grabs the door, and a second he opens the door, Tom Harris like. Pushes the door open and fucking clocks the dude in the yeah, face. Yeah, he dings him hard. He puts him straight down it's on Fernando. his ass. And it is Fernando. The actual Fernando. This is the real Fernando. I love that he <laughs> that he just he knew that they were being followed. But something about something so he's about being that, a little bit sneaky set a trap for this him. This is cool. This is like Tom has got his shit together because he's like, all right, we're being followed. Wait right here. Don't say a fucking yep. word. I mean, leave this open so that. And then the door moves and he's like, boom! What are you doing? And gotcha, just, bitch! <laughs> get up! Get up! <laughs> <laughs> and the girl comes out and she's like, uh, oh, never mind. I know this guy. He's a friend of mine. Fernando, what's up? And he goes, you're you're in great danger. You have to leave the island. And he's like, why? The witch doctor is trying to make you the goat without horns. 
Mm-hmm. This is another b- bit of this movie where something innocuous and off screen yes. is actually kind of scary. Yeah, I agree completely. The goat yeah. without horns is creepy as shit. Yeah, that stuck with me, dude. I was like, ooh. <laughs> the goat ooh. without horns? No. That's really that's creepy. But she's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> she's not a girl. I might not know what that exactly means or what the actual implications are, but just the, those You get it close Those enough. words are well, scary human sacrifice is what it means but that phrase right exactly the so spooky horns. dude um and then we go down into norad and this is where we see the snake venom getting harvested and tom is like i don't know does this have to do with cancer so they're standing in front of what at first i thought was a one-way mirror but it's not they're just standing in front of a very large a window. window staring at the doctors who don't realize that they're yeah. standing there carl stop pointing out the plot holes Sorry. it's like the rule of this film Damn it! You are right though. Because he does see him later through the. It's not a, Tom. It's not. What are you doing there? Well, holy shit! How long? No. Have, how, how long, long have, have you been standing, standing there? there? Well, based on what we see them do, forty-five minutes, fifty an hour, an hour. like because they harvest the venom, they synthesize it in the weird danger. They harvest danger venom and, twice. Yep. And they feed a snake with a feeding tube. Yep. And they nuke it in the microwave yep. theremin moog. Yep. Fucking amazing Dude, piece of equipment. They're there for like, and then a they long apply while. the thing to the patient. The patient has time to metamorphosize, and then before they notice that yes. Tom is there, and that's a different room that they go whole to. Whole other room. Yeah. And this is not a small window. This window no, is like it's like eight, a bay window in an old by six house. Foot high. Yeah. It's huge. This is a kind of window where you can see your dad coming home from work like five blocks away. Okay. Anybody who's seen NCIS. It's the two-way mirror in the interrogation room, but, but a window. Right. And, like, they're as close as the people. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No one I sees them. I love it, too, man. So then I, I loved the time. What did you think of the time-lapse zombie transformations? I love it. Where they do like the here's yeah, the end screen the oh we're gonna lay another lay one over, over yeah, love it and we're gonna lay another yeah, one and I love it's it. just, and we, we see it twice it's a little more makeup each yep. time and the head is never in the exact same position yep. it, it's one of my favorite movie effects it, it is the jankiest cheapest looking thing ever but I yeah. but it is always exactly what I want yeah I don't want the you know American Werewolf in London I was just thinking American Werewolf yeah. Which is, I do want that. I want that. But not in this movie. Not in this movie. No, no you I want, want the, the layer fade. effects. Yes, that, yes. dude. It's so underused. It's criminally. It should come back, honestly. Well, you know. And then uh, dad slaps his daughter in the face. And uh, then. No, he, he tells his 38 year old daughter to go back to her room. Okay. <laughs> it's not cool to just slap people. That's well, not no. cool. But I like how everyone responds to it in a weird like, way. Jesus, dude. For, as. as as dated and as outdated as some of the behavior in this movie is, I think that this moment rings true mm-hmm. because he knows that she is, might get slaughtered. He right. knows that the owner of the plantation is making zombies. He's trapped making them. He knows that there's an army of zombies. He knows the danger she's in mm-hmm. and they don't. And he's frantic and they're like, they're not the only way that he's like, he just has to because yeah. I, I love the aftermath of this. He slaps her and it's not like do as I say He slaps her and he goes oh shit I'm so sorry I slapped you he sits down ashamed Of himself yep, sure does the daughter She's hurt that he slapped her but She realizes Even Tom is like What the fuck? Tom looks like fuck, dude. Wow okay we need Everyone needs to just take a second Yeah one you, second you don't slap her Again like you can see it in his mm-hmm. face He's like that's the one slap you're getting off And but that doesn't matter because the dad is like I'm so ashamed of myself I shouldn't have done that Everyone's reaction is cool it's a cool scene because dude the tension goes to 11 and then he slaps and realizes that he crossed the line when do you ever see that in a, like, old black and white it's always no, like it keeps going. slap 
Do, do as, as I say. say. I'm your exactly. father. But this guy's like, okay, that was way out of line. I'm so tense. I'm sorry. So after, <laughs> after they they peace out because dad's like, he's like, get off the island. I can't, I can't leave. Yeah. Take her. Take me up on this my is, offer to get the fuck off this island. Right. So they go down to the plane. My notice. Oh, thank goodness you guys are still here. Boy, if we had a morning. <laughs> it's been. It has been a day. A day. If it hadn't been for all that good sex energy, we probably would just be drinking right, right now. <laughs> and then my second note about people screaming silly. This other woman, she screams like a like a like a chimpanzee. The the like the, the wife of the, the wife publisher. Of the publisher. Her, it's <laughs> straight up just chimpanzee sounds. It's <laughs> she does. It's yeah. and it's kind of guttural too. It's yes. got some like to it. Yeah. It's all. <laughs> Dude, she's she's Miss Piggy screaming down yeah. on the beach. <gasps> That's what it is. It's Miss Piggy and chimpanzee. <laughs> You're like I. <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> um. She she screams all silly. They try to get into the plane. Well, Tom Tom and the blonde daughter get down to the beach where yep. everyone is at the plane. Yeah, they're all at the plane. So get on the plane. Let's right. get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's get on the plane. Zombies are here. There's a bunch of zombies here, but they're coming from. So here's what they do: they put the women up by the jungle, and then all the men go down to the plane. Mm-hmm. And then the zombies come out of the jungle and kidnap the two women. Yep. And then another zombie with a box of TNT, like like Roadrunner. It says explosives on the box. Wiley Coyote. Slowly walking. So my note is: it could oh, have said Acme. A, a zombie suicide bomber. Would that make him a zomber? A zomber? Okay, a zomber. A zomber zomber with a big acme box full of blowy uppies is walking down the beach toward a plane. Super slow towards a plane. Right. So my... (laughs) Tom Harris turns to ladies. Here, ladies, you stand with your backs to the jungle while we fuck with this airplane that'll never, ever, (laughs) ever ever be able to take off. (laughs) That's what happens. They're like, let's push this plane. I, it's not working. By the way, his suggestion earlier in this, when he's like, "We'll try and take off on the wet sand," yeah. that's the only way that plane gets up. Because it'd be harder packed, and a little bit yeah. harder packed. That's and, why they're waiting for the tide to go out. Yep. And if they get the RPM, if they get that that the the pro, if they get the engines going quick enough, fast enough, right. early enough, they might be able to get up on top of the the right. sand and kind yeah. of float on it. That's the only way that works. However, none of the sand none is it. wet. It's just dry sand yeah. that the plane's sitting in. Which is actually good because they're just going to blow the plane up in a second. This is the second movie where I've seen them blow up a prop plane and it still hurts. I know. I love the plane explosion. It's so cool, but I'm like, that's one more plane that I can never fly. In. I love that the reaction shot to the plane or the so plane blows up. Then we see our heroes jump into the sand and they literally just throw garbage on top of them. Yeah, they're like, so like plane parts. Oh, we got it's it's bush light cans. The right. plane was made out of bush light cans, and uh, here's and an old squeaky tire. Oh, like, there was a newspaper in there. There's a newspaper on top of you, and uh, we got some Goodwill clothes, and they were in the back, and now they're falling on you. Yeah, I love it so much. It's like they're throwing slinkies at them. Everything, every little bit of garbage they can find that might might read as a part of a possibly plane. part of a plane. Right. They're like, okay, look. I know that a kaleidoscope is not actually part of a plane. It would have been in the plane. What if there was a kaleidoscope that they used to fly in radioactive skies? Because the kaleidoscope can see the ra- Throw a kaleidoscope at him. Just throw it. It's oh, we, God. It's what we have. It's what we got, okay? Let's throw the script at him. Any garbage we can find. <laughs> Any garbage. <laughs> this one's full of holes. 
the script? script being full of oh holes. i thought you were fine yeah that was a good one i just i just missed me no that's totally fine I'm, i saw it shoot past your head and stick to the wall and yeah. then fall on the ground yeah it's the sugar it's okay. The sugar's making me. Yeah, it's all right. I'm juking back You're over. You're doing better um, than I do on hangover days. It's true. <laughs> well, I, I on think the outside were, you are. I'm not sure how you're doing on the inside. Though. I have no gurglies right now. That's good. No gurglies. That's good. Yeah, that's the big one you got to watch I out for. I keep rocking a poop back inside me. Right now? Yeah. That's good, Carl. That's, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing that. <laughs> um, so they make some zombies. Sometimes I forget that we record. That these, these this does go, go out yeah. into the world. <laughs> Where like prospective employers are like, oh Carl, I just noticed you're a host on a podcast. Let's give that a listen. This I'm re- rocking a poop back into me. <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. Uh, huh, huh. Will that be a yeah? Will that be a will that be an issue if you do come to work <laughs> here? We I mean we have an employee bathroom, but you know like <laughs> actually we're gonna not consider yeah, you for this position. Even, yeah. <laughs> Some stuff happens. See, I said there's some stuff happens. I said, Carl, here's our exit ramp right. to save you from I having know. to I'm talk so about it more. And you're sorry. like, you know, another thing about how am I rocking right now? You know, well, let's, see, let's wrap this up. I got it. All right. Some stuff happens. Tom and oh, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Michael Shannon swim out to a boat where there's an armed guard. He's got a rifle. Yes. This is where Michael Shannon goes, where'd that boat come from? And Tom goes, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> they get to the boat. The guard looks <coughs> directly at them the whole time. And then at the last second, he, it's, al- it's almost like he sees them and then realizes like, oh, people. Oh, wait. <laughs> and he goes to point the rifle. Tom grabs the rifle and pulls him into the water. And he's like, a rifle. Nah, that won't be useful. Throws it away. They get into the boat and he goes, too bad we don't have any weapons. Hey, I found this flare, flare gun. gun. It's better than nothing. Doesn't even use the flare gun, just uses the better flares. Better than nothing. Right. He doesn't, he uses the flares. I, actually, I just realized it. Yeah, because he just ditches the flares into the fire. He doesn't even use the, I he uses the flare gun at the end. Does, oh, he, to, he oh yeah, he shoots that one gun. zombie at the very end. Um, okay, so we're so they're getting they're getting a, a boat ready to get the girls off the island they're like we got to get an escape route and then we're gonna go and rescue then we them. Can go. they go to a human sacrifice voodoo ritual there's drums happening people are dancing one of my favorite parts of that that um that like you know the the whole human mm-hmm. sacrifice scene is well, we should point out at this point in the scene in in the movie, they do actually kill a chicken. Yeah, it's kind of they cut a, a chicken's rough. throat. And as long as they eat it, yeah, it's it's pretty fast. But they do cut a chicken's throat, and there's yeah. some like blood blood splashing around. Splitty, it's pretty pretty gross looking. But the people who are dancing in this scene, as opposed to the first human sacrifice, remember the like super yoked voodoo dude that yep. we were talking about, the pull ups guy who's he's got really long dreadlocks and a headband, and he's got his his uh, machete. He dances so hard in this scene that his wig, the dreadlocks wig, falls off his head and they don't cut because he's so he's lost in, yeah. in the dance. The woman he's dancing with, the like female She is losing she's, control. She has a head ha, like a her hair under like a head wrap. That head wrap flies off and she starts like windmill head banging. Yeah, these two are super in the moment. Man. These people are they've gone full character. It's like it's amazing. It's amazing how lost they get in I the I feel dance. like they forgot they were on a set. I like, totally agree. And I love that about that moment where it's like 
look, we were dressed up as voodoo things, but when shit really gets hectic down here, we it comes up. Yeah, like the the accoutrements don't matter anymore because right. they are hmm. being ridden by Loa. I absolutely love that that little bit. I also love Tom, <laughs> Tom and uh, uh, I've got a plan. Michael Shannon. Yeah, they dress up in like weird tribal African masks and really big ponchos, ponchos mm-hmm. and they're like, all right. And they, they do that weird, like weird sneaky. Do you remember sneaky. the scene in uh, Jim Car- Ace Ventura, a uh, pet detective, yes. when he goes to the underground metal club and he's like doing the like doing like st- super stupid 1950s dances to like get through the people this who are mocking. Pretty much what they're doing. My note is, doop doo doo, just dropping these flares in the fire. <laughs> la da doo. He like sidles over to the fire and drops a handful of flares into it, like very in obviously. In the most casual, don't pay attention He's to me like, sort of way. Hit it by, always loved some drums. Boop, drop so, it in the fire. So nonchalant that everyone immediately is like, why are you dropping flares in the fire? What'd you just put in the fire? Those looked like flare cartridges for a flare gun. Oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. We're all too into it to really care. Uh, and yeah, dude. That shit fucking expl- the, the flares explode. They didn't back up. It, it mostly gets the two of them. Yeah, they get hit <laughs> they mostly get hit with mostly. the flares, but it does distract everybody. And this is when uh, this remember the scientist who's actually just milking snakes. Yep, he's got a throwing knife on him. Yes, he sure and does. And he's practiced for ten thousand hours. Super accurate, dude. He whips that throwing knife like forty feet, and it sticks in the guts of the big like right in the head gut. voodoo champion guy. And we get our big reveal though. Which the big reveal is it's somebody. Somebody. He falls down and the mask falls off and you're like, it kind of looks a little like the guy who owns the plantation. Is that him? Oh, cut we, away. We do get clarification it later. It is him. But yeah. It, is, it him. is him, yes. But the the reveal is like, I see why they cheated the face out in Carnival of Souls. Seriously. Like, it yeah. doesn't read very clear if at all. If you just show him the chin and the left nostril, right. it's kind of- still has makeup and a bunch of shit on his on face. His face gets a doesn't little, really help us. Who is this? Is that Tom? I've never, I've never met this that's man before. That's the blonde daughter. Nope, nope, that's not him either. Oh, we're off of it. I don't know who it is. Whatever, off we go. Someone will, exp- Tom will explain. Tom will stuff. explain later. So wait, you're telling me that the whole time. You're telling me, the- yes. <laughs> uh, so they run, they run back into NORAD. And fucking the scientist is like, because that's how they escape. That's they go right. through NORAD, out He's the back, down the, to the dock. Set the island to self-destruct. Yeah, and I wrote down, the scientist blew up the island with klaxons and a moog. It's amazing. <laughs> He's like, let me just push these buttons. <laughs> and the alarm is, it's like, click, clap, floor, dip, 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 skip, dip, dip, bloop, bloop, skip, dip, 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 goop, zip, 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 Boop. <laughs> it's like the most <laughs> Oh my god That is now going to be the new alarm on my phone uh, They throw two stunt doubles into the propellers of a moving boat One of them One of them With a like legit flare Probably lost toes yeah, or one the of them back of his leg. One of them goes off to kind of the side, which is what you want to do when right. you're on a boat and you're doing a jump off. But the second stuntman is dead center, and Tom Harris shoot right, or Tom Harris shoots him in the guts with that flare gun. He goes right center, and he's got a flare, dude. Yeah. I think it's a, a flare, like a, a stick flare. It's a little that he's yeah. holding like flare out, so it looks like he's like holding the fire in his stomach. But I think he also got legit burned by it because as soon he as goes, it goes fuck. off, he's like he's like ah, you see his face go all panicky, and he jumps. 
straight back where the props are. Now, look, this could be... It doesn't an, clear a lot of space between no, him and the... No, it's not an outboard motor, so I'm hoping that was, like, his salvation, but that is not where you want to fall into the water behind the boat. It's a little boat. chewy back there. Yeah, that that is where you start to count to lower numbers because you're missing stuff. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Or you just stop counting because you're fucking dead. <laughs> so the... Before he gets shot, he stabs the scientist in the back. I know, hanged up by Rummel's there. Boy, oh boy, I'm he, having a baby over here. I'll close it out. <laughs> he gets stabbed in the back, and I wrote down, quick, quick, doctor, explain the movie in full sentences before that knife in your lungs does anything. <laughs> Don't take it out. Don't take it out. Just Literally, let me sit here and tell it's not even like, I regret things. It's like, well, anyway. I, I need to tell you the story. Here's the what we were actually doing. Well, here's the. Uh, let me explain the whole thing. Like, Tom goes and gets a drink. Yep. The daughter stops paying. This is a really great story. She checks her phone. Yep. And then they get back to dad and he goes like, er, you're my only love daughter. And then he's dead. And it doesn't matter because we cut back to drunken. The happiest. Dude, she doesn't and care that her dad's dead. He's got a new book Tom's out. Tom's got a new book. Everyone's happy. In the pool. Everyone's drinking. He's still being a cad. They're frolicking in the pool, and then credits up with like "Gone with the Wind" music. The end. And I just sit on my couch, and it's I'm amazing. like, "What more do you want out of an adventure? Nothing. When it's done, this movie is fucking perfect. I love it as yeah. as is. I love it so much. So a fun thing. Yes. Fun note. Yes. So one of my favorite old shows. It's no longer on. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Right. Right. So that's been off the air for years and years. Is but the new the, one still on? Oh, the new new one, yeah, on, yeah, on they're Netflix, still doing that. like okay. season two or whatever. But right. but the original gang, they went and did this thing called Rift Tracks, where they do the same thing, but just not attached to a network. And as I was on um, Amazon looking for it, the Rift, the MST three K got T, the MST three K original crew has a Rift Track for this. They did. I, I yeah. eat your skin. Yeah, I believe yep. it, man. I. Because it, it you, lives in that zone of... You make fun of the things that, that you, you love. love. Absolutely. And I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I got nothing else on, and I know you're are you in dire us out of here? I'll take us right, right out. All right, we'll so see you on the on next now. one, gang. Love you all. <laughs> so this show is listener-supported. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash quillandfilm, Q-U-I-L-L-A-N-D-F-I-L-M. You can get shout-outs on the show, feature length, full length, all the way to... Two hours, sometimes just insane three hours, sometimes nice listenable one hour, 30 minute full length bonus episodes where we do all the sequels. We do all the remakes. We're currently doing a series called When Harry Met Michael, where we're doing all of the Harry Potter movies and all of the Halloween movies back and forth. It's creating some interesting discussions. Uh, but if you are curious what shout outs on the show sound like, let me let you know right now. It's weird doing this without Carl. Um, so we would like to thank uh, Casey Scheibe, uh, John Scheibe. Connor Sweeney, Danielle Pelshaw, Katie Clark, Kelly and Mike Wagner, David Rowney, Brian Jackson, and William Rockwood. If you want to drop us a line, you can do that at measuringflixpodcast at gmail.com.